Let the chaos reign. Chaos Reign presents Let's Talk About Black Biology with guests. Minister, or I like to call Dr. Inky. Broadcast December the 15th, 2019. Enjoy. Solutions hosted by Tyrone Thompson at TalkRealSolutions.com are the views of Tyrone Thompson and do not reflect the views of TalkRealSolutions.com, YouTube, or etc. The content here belongs to Talk Real Solutions and its many contributors. Views and opinions expressed by all contributors belong to them and not TalkRealSolutions.com or Tyrone Thompson, the host, or etc. All data and information provided on the site is for informational purposes only. Talk Real Solutions makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this site and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis. In a world where there's crime, corruption, violence, murder, rape, death, and all forms of atrocities that plague the world in which we live in today. What you're witnessing, we're living in a state of chaos, and it'll take a much greater or extreme chaos to restore the order in which we live in today. Good evening, black people. This is chaos here. And tonight, I have a unique guest, special guest, and we're going to talk about a bunch of things. But before we get into tonight's um, subject, I'd like everybody to go to TalkRealSolution.com. Under TalkRealSolution.com, you see a three-point plan for black empowerment, black achievement. And under three-point plan, you'll see the list of black established-owned banks located here in America. I believe we still have 30 banks still existing here. 
And if you already have an account on one particular bank, it wouldn't hurt opening a new account but a black-owned bank and start putting your money into these black establishments so that we can, you know, start the process of economics or what they call group economics. Um, also on the website, you'll find the latest articles, news that goes on here in America and abroad. And you know always we have the TRS News every Thursday that starts at 9 p.m. And, you know, we go through a lot of the articles and current events. So if you are not um, subscribed to or, you know, to the website, that information is there. And also you can find my show and every other show on Talk Real Solutions on YouTube. You can type in Talk Real Solutions on YouTube where you can find every show from ABC to um, myself and the news. And this show is broadcast on the average six to seven days a week. And the days vary depending on who's here and hosting the show. But nonetheless, you know, we are there. We're here live, you know, and still kicking. And one other thing, you could also go to the donation tab and donate to the show, wherever the show is worth. It's, you know, we appreciate it. That's also on the website as well. So that's pretty much it for the little short rundown. And, you know, always, you know, donate and subscribe. Now, for my guest tonight, um, if, if you dare, um, sir, press star six, and I believe one, so I can see on the queue. Tonight's subject, Chaos Rain presents, let's talk about black or black biology with Minister Inky. Now, let me see if I could check if I... Um, if you press star six, I mean, actually, um, 91541-pound um, and star six one, so I can see you on the queue, so I can open your mic. Um, if you dare, Minister Inky. Let me check my own board. I think. Uh, I think it's okay. I think I see it now. All right. So as I open your line now, I like that. Welcome, first time I believe on Talk Resolutions, Mister Inky. So, come on. I'm waiting for this thing to unbleed. Come on. Right. Let me see if this will work. Okay, I get it now. Um, let's see. Okay, can you hear me, Miss Icky? I don't know if I open your line. Peace, 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 peace. Okay, I did it. Okay, cool. I am an ordained minister, but I'm I'm a, I'm I'm actually a doctor. I, I graduated and, and and got my degree, so you know I try to tell everybody, make sure we put our forward thinking on, so that way when people refer to the show, mm. they understand that they're getting real health information from a actual doctor. So you don't call yourself medicine no more, Miss Inky? No. I mean, once you put videos up in the social media world in this day and age, they stay up forever. So there's literally thousands of videos up titled Minister Inky. But no. Okay. All right. Well, you know, doctor, it is. Um, you know, at times 
so many titles people go by, but you know, I guess wherever title you feel. Hey, my my most esteemed title is that. <laughs> oh, well, okay, okay, okay. All right, well, I'm not arguing. All right, well, welcome again, Doctor Inky. First time on Talk Real Solutions. Um, and before we get into the subject matter, um, I like always like any new guest that comes onto this platform or to my stream. I like to take a step back in time before we go into the present and potentially future. So for the first time, can you tell a little bit about yourself here on Talk Row Solutions? Uh, sure. Um, okay, I guess um, how I got into this lifestyle, maybe? Is that is that what we're going? I mean, anyway, how you want to give a background of yourself, you know, because, you know, everybody okay. that goes back to this, they want to get a real um, – because every, every, it's like this, um, Dr. Inky. With, no, no, no. It's always a new. It's always new people. I, I got you. Yep. Um. So, I guess we can start with my daughter's accident. I think that's probably, um, the most life changing. That's what got us to this moment. So, um, I guess we go back maybe, maybe twelve years or so ago. Okay. Um, I'm I'm working at Verizon. I'm 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 a happy slave on the plantation. On a plantation, I'm mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm, I'm working. Not ba- I'm barely working. Overpaid, so I'm, I'm I'm happy on the plantation. A nurse falls asleep at the wheel, and she hops the curb, middle of the afternoon, and runs over my three daughters. Um, oh my god. My, my my youngest daughter at the time, she got the brunt of the impact because um she was on the outside. So so when the car jumped ahead the curb, she was the one that absorbed most of the impact. Her neck was broken, her spine was broken in three places. Her pelvis was crushed, her left leg was crushed, her foot was crushed. So the doctor said that she would never walk again. This was August 28th. Um, at the time I had probably been studying the body anatomy and, and, you know, all of these things, maybe probably since I was probably about 15 years, but, um, only in a hobby kind of personal satisfaction, just, just kind of what I love to do, uh, kind of way. But at that moment I had my come to God moment, so to speak, and, um, faced with accepting that future or that fate, you know, I, I just took matters into my own hands. I went into my lab, you know, I went into my kitchen, put together what would become known as mom atomics, my number one, um, herbal compound at the, at nowadays, but you know, at the time it was just, and, uh, I took it to the hospital uh, she was in ICU, so I couldn't give her anything to eat or capsules to swallow. And I just uh, I made a liquid and dropped it in her mouth, you know, two, three times an hour. And um, fast forward, <clears throat> I had her back in school that uh, February or March, you know, kind of like with a limp. Uh, by that summer, by the next summer, you know, you couldn't tell that anything like that had happened to her. So um, that kind of created a a, a storyline and, you know, everybody around us, quote-unquote, like people in the hood, friends, family, 
they began to gravitate towards me and ask questions and, you know, uh, for different types of help. And, you know, I started helping people out and, you know, got rid of a diabetes case here and, and, and diabetes there and lower high blood pressure there. And pretty soon we're here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. And, you know, um, it's, that's it's a same. super abridged version. There's, 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 there's obviously a much longer story, but that's the, you know, try, I'm trying not to keep it so lengthy, but that's what kind of got I mean, me well, to eventually know, quit my job and then, um, like begin to take it serious and, and start to get some, some, um, some more study and some training. So now I'm officially like a, a master herbalist, a sports nutritionist, personal trainer, and, of course, a naturopathic doctor. So, so after, after, you know, after many moons, I began to take it serious and start to go get training in various areas to tighten up what um, what was like a natural gift for me. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, um. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting, um, Doctor Inky. Um, um, when these things happen to our loved ones and when we hear even the results from the practitioners telling us the gloom and gloom that they can't do nothing for our own loved ones, it takes a more greater strength that we don't accept, you know, that our children are going to be just, that's it. You know, and only a few of us that if we have like a little notch, we will try anything to try to not only move back the clock of time, but try giving something to hopefully heal them at a more efficient rate. You know, because you know, these things. You know, life is odd, but you know, at times we. But we. It's like this. We hope for the better, and then you know, we try best we can, so that way everything comes out good, and nothing like this like that happens. You know, but yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, in regards to black biology, what matter before we go on, what is this black biology? Because usually I thought usually biology was just biology of this people. But I remember in recent times that you referenced the same about bi- black biology. Can you get go into more detail about this? Um it's it's not as um it's not as niche or or complicated as most people would um think it to be upon hearing it or or even as arcane or militant it's it's just simply um it's just how how nature you know it's just it's just a fact of of life in in a way you know you have two major um groups of people on the planet right you i mean you have a bunch of different people but um in biology you have two different um you, you have two different polar opposites and the easiest way to look at it is in terms of haplotype. So my most popular book to date is on, on the subject is called Eat Right for Your Haplotype. Right? And um Eat Right for Your Haplotype is about eating for your bloodline. Eating for your bloodline, meaning where your family originates. Because that's what your biochemistry is going to be based on. So 
if your uh, family goes back to the equator somewhere, a hot region, you're going to have more pigment. More pigment means you're going to probably have more mitochondria, your uh, respiratory uh, proteins on the mitochondria are going to be different. Your anabolic hormones are probably going to be at a different rate. So every your enzymes are going to be uh, different. Like every, almost all of the smaller nuances in the body are going to be different because over time your body your body adjusts to where it is. So if you're in a polar haplotype, right, if you're in a polar haplotype, then your ancestors meet that. And this is kind of some of the reason why there's a lot of um, confusion in the trending dietary program where you have a lot of people promoting the benefits of going vegan, and then you have a lot of people promoting the benefits of of paleo and going back to a raw meat kind of diet. And the reason why you have those two two types of diets emerging as very beneficial at the same time when they're both actually polar opposites to each other is simple. You just use a cam's razor. A cam's razor is because you have two basic types of people. So the, so um, it, when you when you test the diet in a, in a group of people, it's really going to be based on the biochemistry, how beneficial that diet is for the people. So if your ancestors were primarily in a cold region where there wasn't a lot of fresh vegetation and fruits and vegetables and, and uh, deuterated water and all of those things, they had to eat what they had to eat there. So meat being the primary, so, so meat being a primary thing there, that's going to, they, they, their bodies develop enzymes to process the meats, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So their muscles, their, their, uh, the, the way they think, their uh, cognition, like it's all predicated around the diet. Your diet is, is a lot more important for people than we give it uh, credit, especially in our community. So for us, for example, um, I listened to the intro of the show. Um, not only is just the fruits and vegetables very important, but lighting. Lighting is very important, right? So um, a lot of people know I'm big on, you know, uh, <laughs> expensive light bulbs, so to speak. I tell everybody you need to have UVB light in your house. You need to You need to make sure that, you know, if you're living in a in a, in a in a region like me, I'm in Michigan. You need to have UVB light bulbs in your house so that your body is able to produce some degree of natural vitamin D. Because without it, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. You're you're not going to be able to reach your optimal your optimal health. Your body's not going to function optimally because you're 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 not in the right it's like very it's very simple but we don't pay attention to these things we've been you know acculturated to just kind of go and when we run down we look for a pill or a patch to keep us back in the game and it doesn't work that way if you go to the pet store and you and you get a a turtle for for you know 3 or 4 dollars they'll let you know um most pet stores a good pet store anyway 
they won't even let you leave with that turtle unless you get the right lighting for that animal because they'll let you know well, that that animal comes primarily from the equator or, or that that lizard comes from the equator and if it doesn't have the right amount of uh uv exposure it's going to get tumors cancer and and it's going to die early on it's, it's going to have a premature death because of the wrong the wrong lighting we don't have anyone telling us that so we're just we're just coming down with different things and we're being told we don't know why that's happening when the information is all around us. It's just, you know, we're not, we're not having, we're not receiving that level of care because most of the institutions we go in, we're not the standards that uh, we're not the test subjects that the standards are based upon. So that, that, that becomes more problematic. So, um, you know, we have to we have to take care of ourselves and teach ourselves and, and study and do what we need to do for ourselves. Um, you said that the study, but isn't it ironic, um, Doctor Enki, that most of everything that they concocted, they had a test subject, and mostly our people were most of the test subject to a lot of their inventions. I mean, I'm um, like experiments. Isn't that right? Um. Yes and no. Yes and no. So when you, when you go back to the early when you go back to the early days when things were a lot more barbaric, and chances were that the test subject need, needed to be uh, kind of mutilated and, and probably wouldn't live, then yes, we were the test subjects. But as things began to get a lot more technically advanced, and you know less less. Uh, grotesque and, and, and crazy, um, we we began not to be the test subjects because we don't have a high percentage of genetic, we don't have as high percentage, I, I shouldn't say at all, I want to give people the, um, the impression that we're like superheroes, but we're not born, t- typically we're born with the least amount of genetic illnesses. So, um most of the quote unquote medical research that's done on genetic illnesses we can't be used for subjects for that cuz we don't have those issues um most of the problems that we deal with unfortunately are metabolic issues um which i like to simplify as voluntary issues so that people understand exactly what metabolic illnesses are. They're illnesses that you get or you acquire based on lifestyle choices. They're not something that's forced upon you. There's no um, ticking clock that says, okay, as soon as you uh, turn, you know, 35, your action will stop working or you'll get high blood pressure or, you know, you'll, you'll get diabetes or you'll get this or you'll get that. No. Metabolic illness is purely up to us. We have all the control in our hands if and when we will acquire a metabolic illness. So I call them voluntary so that people understand that just the nature of the beast. If you have a genetic illness, chances are you have that from birth, and, you know, you that's, that's a whole other animal. But um, metabolic illnesses are primarily lifestyle choices. 
I see. I see. Interesting, interesting. All right. For those that um, are listening, the call number for tonight's show is 612-770-4160. The access code is 915-41-POUND. I repeat, 712-770-4160. Access code 915-411-POUND. Um, tonight's subject, let's talk about bi- um, black biology with Minister Inky. Um, okay. That makes sense um, because from what I've – and I really did too much research in regards to how they come up with their, you know, what do you call um, medications and stuff. I know there was one particular book on one particular black woman they took and got a lot of what do you call um, medications and remedies I think it was Harriet Lacks back in the was it fifties? No, 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 no. The book is yeah. the book is not um the book is not necessarily called Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta Lacks was I mean, the her bio, woman bio, bio, who's, not her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. She was the woman whose cells they took and started to develop various um medical protocols and applications and did a lot of research and, and gen, gen, literally generated millions and millions of dollars in, in research. And her children had to fight to get any modicum of uh, recognition or, or any of the money even for, um, for their mom. So yeah, it's, it's that, that, I mean, a lot of that is, it falls under that same, it falls under that same heading because we're not really well informed on um, hospital protocol, even which is which is a total, which is a whole nother area. But it still goes back to, for me anyway, the Bible, Hosea four and six. My people die for lack of knowledge because they rejected knowledge. You know, um, when I was a child, when I went to the hospital, I don't ever remember like um, going to the hospital through the front door, right? Um, Most of the time, yeah, most of the time as a child, when we went to the hospital, it was through the emergency room. Okay. I think that's a back door. Well, it's not necessarily a back door, but it's a separate entrance. You have the emergency room entrance. So it's not necessarily like a back door, but the rules are different. So if you set an appointment and you have a family doctor and you walk in through the front door, there's a whole nother set of rules that apply to you as opposed to if you come through the emergency room. If you come through the emergency room, immediately whatever you're coming into the emergency room for is deemed by you as emergency. And so you turn over, especially once you sign those intake forms, you turn over a large portion of your rights to whoever is attending that night or or that day um, to do whatever they deem fit to quell your issue. Right. And so, yeah. And so a lot of times who's in the emergency room, it's not even a doctor. A lot of times in the emergency room, it's a nurse or it's an intern, you know, it's not, it's not a, a, a doctor, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? It's a medical professional, but, is not necessarily a doctor. And um, so, you know, there's things like that, you know. So if, if a woman goes and she has pain in her pelvis area or something, 
and she goes into the emergency room and she wakes up and she has a partial hysterectomy or maybe even a full hysterectomy, eh, it's not really much recourse. First of all, once you get a hysterectomy, no matter what recourse you take, you can't get your reproductive system back. It's gone. You know, yeah. so 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 even even sometimes like people will say, oh, well, you can you can do a lawsuit. Yeah, but who wants a lawsuit when your reproductive system's gone? Like they just, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's no that amount of money sense. that can, yeah, there's no amount of money that's going to repair or put that back. Like it's, it's so you, and you can't put any amount of money on the, on the possibility of your future children. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it's no it's no way to have a recourse, but you know to start to become educated and be smart. Don't go into the emergency room at all. If you if it's not an emergency, you know, mm-hmm. but a lot of us, we don't like to go to the hospital at all until, you know, we feel like some debilitating pain. And then because we don't have a relationship with a, a family doctor or something like that at the hospital, by the time we we feel like it's an urgent need to go to the emergency room, you know, to the hospital, we just go through the emergency. You know what I mean? We just go through emergency. And most times we could have did that a different way, you know, to put us in a different type of position, you know. So there's a lot of things like that, you know, just being a little bit more literate in terms of understanding contract. And what I mean by contract is when you're doing your intake forms to go into the hospital, the papers you sign are basically contracts. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a negotiation process, but once you sign them, you kind of, you know, you kind of stuck with the deal. So you if you go into the hospital, well, basically, so if you, if um, one of the things that they have is um, the uh, the the tissue the tissue agreement where you're basically signing over your tissue to the hospital so that they can, you know, dispose of this, you know, potentially hazardous waste. You know, they frame it that way any way they see fit. And that's kind of where you walk down that road where, you know, you you, you get into that Henrietta Lacks kind of space where your tissues may be replicated or sold unbeknownst to you, somebody could be generating a bag off of your your, your genetic material and you yeah. might be struggling to pay the doctor bill. Like you might get a $500 or or $1,000 <laughs> doctor bill in the mail. You're trying to duck. Meanwhile, they done took what you left in the hospital and they done got a few hundred thousand dollars off of it. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, you know, so, and, and my thing is a lot of people just, you know, they, they grimace, they grimace at that whole reality. And my, my thing is just conscious awareness. I don't think it's a, such a bad deal if you were able to, you know, have a part of the conscious commerce with your genetic material. If you were able to say, nah, I don't think I want to do that with my, with my genetics or, Hey, um, you know, what did you, you know, let's, let's, let's split that, you know, 
if you made a hundred thousand dollars off my tissues, I, 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 I'm supposed to get at least fifty thousand. Like you know, four, sixty, forty. I mean, like, keep you it know. fair. You know what I'm saying? You know, I get piece of half. You get half. We, we even. You know what I'm saying so. No win loss. You no, know? I could use that fifty k for something. You know. Absolutely, because you have people struggling to bury their loved ones once they pass on. And sometimes um, there's body parts that they take from even your your family that may be transitioning. And so there's one level where, you know, spiritually and morally, we may not all agree to that practice, right? If your mother passes, you, you 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 don't want somebody, you don't want the coroner harvesting your mother's, you know, her eyes or her retinas or her corneas, you know what I'm saying, without your permission. You you may feel like you don't want them harvesting anything of your mom's body at all. You know yeah. what I mean? But um but you definitely don't want them to make, you know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars off of your dead loved one and you and the family are struggling to pay to for pay to, to bury them. Burial. You know, yeah. So it's just it's just issues like that that may not be so crazy that, you know, just these are just things we, we got to think about. And so I think as we become more aware of these things, we'll be able to kind of shift some things around going into the future because it's not like um, th- these, the things that we're talking about now are not like primarily black issues. They're just lack of, you know, they're just ignorance issues. You know, if you don't know what's going on, you'll be taken advantage of. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Period. Definitely. So if you, yeah. So it's it's not necessarily like they're just picking us. It's just you know we just gotta start to circulate the information and reprioritize how we look at our body and how we look at the study of our body. Because if we're not studying us, if we're not studying us, then we'll always be at the mercy of the people who are in every way, shape, and form because we will have to go to them to be told what to eat. Then when it doesn't work for us, we'll have to go right back to the person that told us the wrong thing to eat for a fix for the problems created by us eating the wrong thing in the first place. Then we'll have to go back to that same group of doctors and scientists for a solution, um, you know, with with burial and with genetics and, and with all. So we're constantly going back to the group of people that's giving us the wrong information and primarily is based on because it's it's not really a priority. Like we have to take responsibility for ourselves. Exactly. You know, I so. Agree. So I think that that everything has to start from there. We have to reprioritize this information. You know, it's it's really only something that we we play with. So a lot of people talk about, you know, what's the solution for us moving forward? You know, and we have all these ideas about trading and agriculture and economics and all this stuff. And to me, it just is all out of priority. You can't put economics before health because if you have a sick people with a lot of money, right, and when I say sick, I mean physically and mentally, what happens to the money? <laughs> the money disappears. Yeah. 
the money either disappears because they weren't mentally equipped to handle it or because they physically were ill and they had to give up the money to try to recover their health. So the first thing has to be strong, strength, physically and mentally, before we attempt the economics, because once we get strong physically and mentally, then the economics is a layup. A strong-minded group of people already knows what to do with their money. They're going to reinvest their money in the, in the things that made them strong physically and mentally. And when you're looking at self-focused things, you're going to be investing your money with your people because those are the only people who have a vested interest in making you strong mentally and physically. So when we look at other groups of people that mind their business in terms of their money, where they reinvest their money in their own people and their dollar circulates within their community a long time, we're putting the focus on the wrong thing. The reason why their money circulates in their community is not because they focus on their money circulating in their community. The reason why their money circulates long in their community is because their community takes a vested, you know, has a vested interest in making sure they are physically fit and mentally fit. Exactly. And so, because they have, they've developed their systems, i.e., their local culture, to fit them to suit them, their money goes around. So. Because they have those ideologies like, okay, it's our responsibility to educate our babies. So they open up their own daycares and schools. So when they're spending money on education, they're spending it with who? With their own people, but not because they're making an effort to say, oh, let's go find our people to spend money with. No, we've opened up the schools around here. So these are our schools. So when I start spending money around here, it's, it's with us. So... Yes. When I, when I start to work on what health products I need, et cetera, et cetera, well, we opened up our own little health hubs. So when I start to do that, I'm spending it, but it's not purposely. It's just happenstance. You see what I'm saying? So when we start to develop all of the things that we need, the economic piece will come as a byproduct of that because we'll look around at some point and it'll look like Wakanda. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. 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 I get you. I get you. I get you. Um, to take a step back, um, and in regards to the harvesting of certain organs of loved ones, isn't there certain rights we could hold in regards to the funerals, so we, our loved ones don't get certain organs removed by the mortician, so they don't make no extra money? Once we're aware, once we're aware, sure, but most of us don't know what we sign once again when we deal with these people. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if if you and I say, hold on, okay, um, you're 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 my brother, so you know, Big Mama mm -hmm. just passed on. We're having this conversation, right? So now we're walking around walking and talking this information so yeah when we step in the building and they like oh okay yeah well here here's the customary forms go ahead and fill this out and put your name we like all right cool um 
mind if I bring these back to you tomorrow? We taking them papers to the house, and we going through every line. Bing, 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 bing. Anything yep. that doesn't look like it lines up with what we what we think, we're putting a line through it, <laughs> putting our initials next to the line that we just crossed out, and then writing in a new line that fits us because that's kind of how you do contract. Like it, when you get a contract, it's a negotiation. They send you an offer. You read through it. You put a line through the things you don't like. Rewrite like in your own line, line with your offer. Bam. Like a black line and you send, in the wording? Like a black line? Yeah. Like, no, with your, with your ink pen. You just put a line right on through it. Cross that right out and write in whatever you're writing in. And then initial that. it. A- absolutely. <laughs> it's a contract. They're they giving you an offer. You can give them back an, another offer. Or you can have it. You or you can take that and have it retyped. Interesting. You know, putting a line through it is the sloppy, you know, inexpensive roundabout way to do it. But you can have you can you know you can have a lawyer retype it and say, listen, lines line six and lines ten, take those out. We I'm not no no we're not having that. This, I I don't want that. I, I want this in there. I ask them if you know put this in there and see what see if they sign you know see if they go for this. Because now I'm making my counter offer. Okay. And, and the and and the funeral people or the mortuary or whoever you're dealing with, they have the right to reject your offer and say, Well, you know what? Um, this is how we do business here. If you don't like it, cool, we can't take care of whatever. You know what I'm saying? But once you put it in writing and they agree to it, they can't then turn around and do something else. I see. But if they do, they're they breach a contract. Absolutely. Absolutely. I get you. Okay. Absolutely. But the reason why I I had to stop you at that because I always say about contracts, but I did not know, but the way how the terms it goes that if you offer me something and I just sit there sign it like any typical slave, without really looking at examine word by word because the language in certain words can trick you. That's why you always have my a second person look over it before anything. I didn't know you could like take a line of ink and cross out and rewrite this I want different. I'm not agreeing by that. You know, yeah. I did not know that. You know, that's something new. Yeah, it's just like it's just like with after birth in the hospital, if you take your, your you know, your, your your lady to the hospital or whatever the case may be to have a baby, you know, um typically the doctors give you the impression that you have to let them keep the afterbirth. Mm-hmm. But you can go right in there and be insistent and be like, nah, bro, we're leaving with everything we coming in here with. <laughs> yeah. we, we leaving with everything, man. We leaving with the baby, the, the everything except what go on the ground, man. We up out of here with all that. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of preparation. And, you know, so most hospitals are going to be like, okay, well, if that's the case, you have to have a container that is sufficient to, you know. So there's, there's some that we have to prepare for, you know what I'm saying? There's some things you have to prepare for, but it all comes down to being aware and studying. You know, I'm, I'm giving simplified answers, but they are all rooted in truth and in studying information. So, you know, it's not you're not going to be able to put, you know, like afterbirth, you know, in a, in a, in a shopping bag or something like that, but, 
you know, you, you got to go in there prepared for whatever it is you're trying to do. And that means we have to just be mindful and look into, like, once we begin to prioritize this information, everything becomes different, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once we begin to position ourselves, for instance, we look at the mob movies, right? Like, yeah. we, we love to watch gangster films. And the mm-hmm. craziest thing, and, and obviously this, this goes to my 2020 initiative, I'm trying to share my personal view of the world with people. I call it inky vision. So I'm trying to share the way I see things because I feel like we all look at the same things, but we walk away with different ideas about what we just saw. So we all look at the gangster movies, especially in our community. We hold gangster films up there. uh, Almost we hold gangster films to almost a high prestige as a Quran or a Bible. Oh yeah, most we love and, it. We don't get the and, absolutely of, of it. Come yeah. on, power is the best TV show smoking right now. And I didn't want to get into we, that, man. I when I first hey, watched it, I, I was always wondering what's the hype. But I'm saying right listen, now, Enki. Listen, let me let me tell you because because this is yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, this, this is important that we need to see this. So when we look back at The Godfather, when we look back at Scarface, The Goodfellas, and all of these classic movies that created this this industry, The Sopranos even, later, much later on, but still coming along that, these guys were doing whatever they needed to do so that their children would then grow up and, okay, we're going to put Tommy in law school. We're going to put Susie in medical school. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Jim, Jimmy can't go to oh, – no, no, no. Jimmy has to go to medical school. We already got two lawyers. We don't have any doctors in the family yet. Okay, well, hold on. We don't have any accountants either. So, okay, well, cool. Instead of medical school, we'll put – the children almost didn't even have a say, <laughs> period. You're, you're going to fill these gaps because we need these in the family, not even in the community. They weren't even thinking community. Community no, has to be a byproduct, a secondary byproduct of family instead of mm-hmm. us trying to figure out the community. We've got to work on figuring out our household. So when you look at these gangster films, they were positioning the family to, to be able to provide the family with everything the family needed. So even if that first generation didn't have education and all they had was brute strength and, you know, they had to do whatever they had to do to get to the level they wanted to get to, the idea was the children were going to be the lawyer, the doctor, the storekeeper, the accountant, you know, boom, 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 until all those, all those necessities were taken care of. And when you have that situation going on, it's a, you, you step out into the world in a, a, total, a, a total new level of empowerment, almost like a superhero. Because anytime you step towards paperwork, you're passing your paperwork to your son, your daughter, your niece, your uncle, who's your lawyer, who's going to take care of it for you. So, so anything slick that's in the paperwork, oh, yeah, okay, don't worry about it. I'll bring this back to you tomorrow. Let me let Jimmy look at this thing here because, you know, I don't want to deal with these people. Bam, taken care of. You got to go to a hospital, even if the hospital is specialized in something that your family member may not be a specialist in, they still, because they're in that field, 
they understand enough to know when something's going on that's not right. Yep. Hey, get a second opinion. It's cool. You don't have to just go get a second opinion. You know what I mean? Just go, go somewhere else. Okay, you got diagnosed at the hospital, but that doesn't mean you have to get your treatment from that hospital. Just because you get diagnosed by a hospital doesn't mean you have to accept the treatment. So exactly. if you go to a hospital to get checked out and they say, oh, well, you have a tumor right here in your nose, and, you know, the best thing for us to do right now is give you chemo and cut off half your nose. Most of us just start panicking and go along with the program. Yeah. We don't realize that in our mind we can say, okay, cool, you know what, let me think about it. I'm going to go check this out with, you know, somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no, 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 you, you got to get this done now because if any time you wait, if you wait, it gets worse. If you wait, it gets worse. You know, they scare the hell out of you into making a decision. Yeah, and we don't realize that really what's happening is it's a sale. Yep. It's a sale. Bingo. You're dealing with a salesman, and he's in business. He doesn't want you to go get your drugs or your surgery from someone else. He wants to make sure you get it right now from me. So I'm going to put this fear of death into you. Like, no, 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 no. I'm cool. 24 hours is not going to kill. I mean, in some, in some instances, 24 hours may, you know, but most times you have time to go get yourself a second opinion. Exactly. You know, exactly. or decide that you want to go alternative direction and, and, and do some other things. You know what I'm saying? So we just, we just have to be more aware so that we can make some different decisions, you know, because I'm, I'm not one of those people that would tell you um, herbs is going to get you out of every surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not somebody that's against hospitals or doctors. I'm just against like uneducated decisions. I'm not mm-hmm. totally against vaccines. I'm just against uneducated, you know, religious vaccine taking. Right? Yeah. I think everything should be a matter of education and free will, you know, making a decision like, oh, okay, well, no, nah, I don't want to do this. I don't think I need to do this, so I'm not going to do this. But if if you don't have information, you can't make sound decisions. Well, you, you know, know so you, go ahead. If you think about you said free will, when we, when we go into any establishment, the number one thing is to not to pretend that you have free will, or let you know you have free will, they try to give you only one option. Because Correct. That, it, but, and listen, it takes, listen. Takes, well, you know, no, 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 wait. Let me, let me just add this right there because that's a good point you're making. A lot of people make that point. But here's the problem with that. Okay. The, they're doing the right thing. They're actually doing the right thing. If you bring your car into a tire shop and you have a problem, the guy is going to look and try to relate everything to a flat tire, a wheel alignment, something that's <laughs> something where he can get a purchase out of you here. Yes. It's your job. It's our job to be able to understand what's happening so that we can make, you know, better decisions to put ourselves. So we can't hand over the power by not having enough information to be able to at least say, 
Nah, bro. I think I'm gonna go ahead and take. I think I'm gonna go ahead and let somebody look at this radiator. I think I'm gonna go ahead and let somebody look at this engine real quick before I make a decision. Real, you know, before I make a decision, I'm gonna drive. I drove this car in here. I'm gonna drive it out of here and hit the next mechanic down the road real quick. You know, if 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 it doesn't, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, then maybe I'll come back to you. But when you roll into a tire shop, he should try to sell you tires. That's his business. You know what I'm saying? If you walk into a grocery store where they sell milk and cheese, hey, they should try to sell you milk and cheese. You're in a milk and cheese place. So it's not necessarily them doing the wrong thing. It's just us being ignorant of the situation, being able to be pushed into the wrong direction because we don't know any better. You know, we got to put the onus on us to get the education. We spend way too much time studying things that are not important. Most, in fact, we don't even know what study means. Yes. We don't even right. really understand what study means because um, people know the lyrics to all their favorite songs. They don't know that they study their favorite songs. They know what's going on in all the episodes of whatever they watch on TV. And mm-hmm. like Netflix, they binge watch episodes, whole seasons. You binge watch, binge watch a whole season. You're studying that, ep- that TV show. Yeah. You're, you're literally studying that TV show. So if most of us just put the time we put into Netflix, half that time, into learning about our body and how our body works, 90% of these problems will fade away because, A, we would change our lifestyle decisions so we wouldn't actually be in trouble as often. Secondly, when we got in trouble, we would know the vast array of solutions that are available for our problems so we wouldn't be able to be forced into a, a smaller box of solutions um, that someone's offering us simply because those are the only solutions that they monetize okay okay i think all right makes sense makes a lot of sense now all right let me give the call number again for those who are listening the call number for tonight's show is 712-770-4160 the access code is 915-411-POUND i repeat 712-770-4160 access code 915-411-POUND Tonight's subject presents, Chaos Rain presents, let's talk about black biology with my guest, Dr. Inky. Which I'm probably going to change the name of the title. So, you know, I kind of want to deal with anything. Oh, you're a doctor now. Um, I guess we have maybe one or two callers. I think it's one caller. Shall I open the lines and see what questions they want to ask so far? I'm with it. Let's go. All right. Okay. All right. So the first caller, I'm – Oh, actually, I need to One second. Sorry, people. The board's kind of acting up, so bear with me. Okay. The first card opened up, and I think this is 9-2-something. I don't know if this is um, down south of Alabama. But um, let me see. The Bible right, Belt. All right, I hope you're in line. Hello? Yes, 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 yes. How you doing? Good. All right, this is Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? How you Peace. doing, brother? Peace. 
All right. Uh, I heard the ho- the the host call you doctor. Do you have a doctorate or a BA or something? I have a degree. I'm a naturopathic doctor. Huh? Uh, yeah. I have. I, I, yes, yeah, I have a degree. I'm a naturopathic doctor. What that mean? <laughs> that means I went to school and spent the money to have the title doctor. It's different than a medical doctor program, so it's it's different. Oh, so but, you didn't go to uh okay. So, so I'm not a medical doctor. Yeah. So I don't prescribe yeah. um I don't prescribe drugs or do surgeries. Oh, okay. have you with the uh do you got a degree for bi- biology? I have a degree for naturopathy. Oh, okay. See, that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. This some nigga shit here. This is nigga biology. Okay. You talking about the hospital. Hold on. Let him go. Don't don't cut him off. Okay. Go ahead. That spiel you did about the hospital, you go to the hospital when you sign, you sign agreement to be treated. See that's okay. Hold Talking on, about hold going on. to the front wait a minute, door, wait a minute, to wait. the back door, do the emergency. See, this this is stupidity and ignorant shit at its best. This is some nigga ignorant shit. Okay, now hold on. I wanna I wanna have a I wanna talk to you. So if you just wanna like if you just wanna disrupt the show, that's cool. But I, I do wanna converse with you if these are real concerns of yours. I'm not I'm not afraid of your commentary. Because most of us don't know, so when we don't know, it's we're, it's easy for us to jump and assume things like what you're saying right now. So when we speak about the paperwork, is, is he still there? You still live, brother? Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. here. Okay, cool. So when you sign papers, when you walk into the emergency room, right, you sign papers for them. Like, for instance, what happens with your blood? and your tissues should they have to do surgery and they have to cut things off of you. You do realize that a part of the papers that you sign when you're walking into the hospital is you're giving them permission to dispose of your tissues any way they see fit. And a part of that, and and within that framework, it allows them to monetize your tissues, which is how the story of Henrietta Lacks, um, how how that whole Henrietta Lacks situation happened and how the countless numbers of people who didn't have the uh, luck of Henrietta Lacks' story to be brought to light have had their tissues monetized unbeknownst to them. You, You do know that, right? Well, I know when I sign that, when I sign to be treated, I don't care what they do. They can give me blood, do what you got to do to keep me alive. When I'm dead and gone... I don't give a shit what you do with my remainings because me personally, I have insurance. Black people need insurance. I have a 50000 policy over my head, but that's not what I'm saying, man. Hold on. Are you talking about burial insurance or medical insurance or both? I'm talking about, but I don't have, you don't need insurance to be seen at emergency, brother. I'm just asking you. You do not need insurance to be about, seen at a, at emergency. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa. I didn't say you did. See, you, I know what you're trying to do, but I, I, I want to uh, educate the people. So 
I'm asking you a question. When you say you have insurance, are you talking about medical or burial? Are you talking about insurance to be seen in the hospital? I'm not talking about emergency-wise. I'm just talking about no. period. For the hospital, are you talking about your 50000 is in case you pass away for your family to be able to bury you and take care of expenses? No, you said that they'll take your remains, you, you were saying. They no, have control I wasn't talking about your... remains. Hold on, hold on. I wasn't talking about remains solely in the event of you passing away. I'm also talking about what happens with your tissues in the hospital that they take from your body in the process of treating you. So although there are people like you, right, that don't really care about your body in that way, maybe you don't care, um, maybe you're already rich, maybe your children are already set, but for a large percentage of us, if we're struggling day to day and I go into the hospital because I have something wrong with my pancreas or something wrong with my prostate. And within the process of them fixing me, treating me, they remove some tissues from my body that become scientifically relevant. And now they're able to generate hundreds of thousands, even into the millions of dollars based on the excess tissue that they took from my body. I want to be aware of that. I want to know if 50 years or 100 years. What you mean, tissue? From my what you mean, tissue? Don't you, you, you're making a broad statement. What you mean, tissue? Because I, I want to give you an example. Because I want to give you an example. Okay, so are you aware of Henrietta Lacks before we go any further? No, I do not know what that is, brother. Okay, that's not an it. It's a person. So Henrietta Lacks had a cervical issue, and they took cells from her body. The cells from her body, they have generated maybe almost uh, uh, billions of dollars on in research. They took cells from her body, and she's still living? No, she's long gone. Even, even oh. the cells from her body are still alive, though. They're keeping her cells. They're, they're reproducing her cells in the laboratory to continue to do research on because that's how valuable her cells were. And so they've generated. So what you're saying, let, let me let me let me get you correct, brother. What you're saying is, Hold on, the, 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 if you hear, if you listen to what I'm saying, then you'll understand. Listen to what I'm saying. So they generated hundreds of millions of dollars with her tissues, and her family had to struggle in poverty to bury their moms, to deal with their moms, even the rest of them just living in poverty. Meanwhile, millions of dollars are being generated from their tissues, from their bloodline, from the things that make their cells unique to them. Everybody's body is totally different. So although we all look in the mirror and see one head, two arms, two legs, one torso, we still have um, differences within our biochemistry, which makes some people have unique, unique valuable tissues. Now, when I say tissues, what I'm talking about is the groups of cells that make up your body. So when you look at a person's body, when you have a group of cells come together, that's called the tissue. When you have groups of tissues come together, that's called the organ or gland. So what I'm saying is in the process of healing your body, they may remove certain parts of your body that are not doing what they're supposed to do, but they can take those parts into a laboratory and use them for research. That research may generate money. 
into the millions of dollars. So although you may have a policy worth $50,000, it is a nigger mentality to say if somebody generates $500 million off of my tissues, I don't want any of that. I'm not due to that. See, that is how people get raped financially. That's how economically people get left behind because their, their work and their wealth is not being rewarded. It is the same thing. as a, It's another form of slavery. So when you talk about working for free, building a plantation or, or picking cotton or sugar cane or any of these things where you're working for free and not being rewarded, that is the same thing as having. Hey, your- let me say something. Then I'm going to get off, bro, and let somebody else, you know, you said a lot already. So that is the same thing as having your tissues taken from you and monetized without you knowing. Now, a lot of our women, because they walk into the hospital and they don't know that when you have that situation, just like you said, and I'm so glad this is recorded so people are able to hear what John Q. Public is thinking. When I walk into the emergency room, I just want to be treated. I just want to get treated. So because we just want to get treated, we're not understanding that that is a why. Can I respond to you, brothers, because you're going, you're steady going. I want to interact with you. Can I interact with you? You're going to interact once I make my point. See, when you came in, you made about 10 different points. You insulted me, took jabs and all that. I could have asked the moderator to get you out of there, but I said, no, the brother's passionate, and he he needs some information. So let's keep him in there so we can have a dialogue. But I do want to be able to address all your points. So what I'm saying is when you walk in there and you say you want to be treated because you have an issue, you want to be treated for that issue and nothing more. There are women, hundreds of thousands, listen to what I'm telling you, hundreds of thousands of women that went into the emergency room with an infection and they woke up with a hysterectomy when they did not have to have a hysterectomy. And in case you don't know, a hysterectomy is where their entire reproductive system is removed. Now, you may say, oh, well, you know, hey, uh, hey, they got treated. They got treated. See, they, see, if they just walk in there with treated and on their mind, you you treated. You are no longer have an infection because we just removed the whole, removed the whole area in your body where we could have actually took some more time with you, and did and did what we needed to do to get rid of the infection and allowed you to still keep your reproductive system. But if we live in a world where the reproductive system, especially for women, The endometrial lining is the richest source of stem cells, and stem cell research is the hottest, um, most expensive, lucrative form of research on the market today. Two plus two equals four. You see a value in removing the endometrial lining. You see a value in removing the reproductive system because you can monetize it and get stem cells over and over again from the endometrial lining of women who are walking in the hospital ignorant to the rights that they have simply because they wanted to get treated and they didn't know any better. Floor is yours, brother. Okay, yeah, and you said another thing about black people watching movies and pitting it over the Bible and the Quran. Now, I just want to tell everybody, man, please go to school. Go to college. Don't pay for your degree because this is what you end up with is some nigger scholarship. Okay. Go to school, kids. 
Go to college. Don't pay for your degree. Cause this is what you get. Peace, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. I, 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 I'm out of here. And go to college. Hold on. When you go to school and go to college, you don't pay for your degree. No, it's free. No, it, no, no, no. You don't. It's free. It's called. It, let me, it's called financial aid, brother. Okay. It's so free. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Yo, this call right here. This is. Uh, I, I so appreciate you calling in, bro. I, I really appreciate you calling in. You have made. It's called show financial tonight. aid. If you get okay, good grades, you, you get a free ride. I went to college before, man. Okay, so let me ask you a question. You don't Kids, have to go to school. Go to school. Don't pay for oh, your, you, your degree online. Hold on. Because this is what you, you get. It's some nigga hold shit. On. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't pay for my degree online. I had to actually go to school. Okay, and so I'm asking you, when you pay financial, when you borrow financial aid, you do know you got to pay financial aid back. Those are student loans. Mm-hmm. You don't pay no fucking financial aid back, man. You pay student loans back. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You pay student oh loans God. back. You don't pay hey. financial aid back. If you don't hey. work, man, the boy, look at here. Hold kids, on. If we don't work, kids, what did you just say? I say you, you don't pay the loan back. Listen, if you stay in school, you don't pay the loan back. But the financial aid is free, brother. There is Kids, go free. to school. There is nothing free. Hey. 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 I appreciate the call in, family. Yeah. I appreciate the call in. I appreciate the call in. But for the people that's listening, right? And and again, uh, I really I hope the brother doesn't disappear because he he came in to try to disrupt and he he see he got he bit off more than he could chew that's why he ran up out of here. I'll be here but, at the end, man. I, I ain't going nowhere. I just want somebody okay, else to good. get in. So you you, you can talk line. to somebody else, man. No 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 no. I'm stay sure we got other callers you. on the line, man. No, no. Stay on the line because what I talked about when I compared today's movies and TV shows to the Bible and the Quran, I didn't compare them in importance. I compared them in time that we Yeah, you did. You said we picked movies over the Bible and Quran. That's your exact words. And that was some hold ignorant on, shit, on. man. Let that me shit was, was ignorant, man. Tonight? Hold on. Was you no, I, tonight? No, no, no. Don't blame you it on the liquor. I, I don't drink. I do drink, but uh, I ain't drinking tonight. <laughs> don't blame it on the liquor. He said, I don't drink. Don't blame it do on drink. the liquor. I ain't right, drinking, brother, and, I, and I'm not drunk. I Hold just, I, I when I, I hear ignorant shit, I got to call ignorant shit, man. Okay, when I hear some ignorant shit, that's all. Okay, I got to so call it how I see it, man. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How do we, how do we decide things that's important to us? Do we decide what's important to us by how much time and money we spend on something? Or do we do it in an ideological fashion? Meaning, if, if I say to myself the Bible and the Quran is more important, or the Bible or the Quran is more important than TV, but I only go to the mosque or church two to three hours a week, and when I'm at home, I don't open those books up, but I watch TV five to six hours a day. At the end of the week, I can say out of my mouth that the Bible is more important to me than TV, 
but my lifestyle will not reflect that because I have six hours a day that I dedicate to Netflix where I only put in two hours a week in studying the Bible. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. A lot of people don't need six hours to study the Bible. They get what they get from the Bible and get a revelation. Keep pushing, man. People got lives to live. If you uh, want to catch a movie fine. or two, it's and all right to listen, catch a movie or two, brother. No, no, no. no. It's fine wow. to catch a movie or two. But what I'm talking about is importance. So what we spend our time on in the short life that we have determines our value system and how we prioritize things. So if we spend more time in movies than we do in study of ourselves, study of our culture, study of our history, then that means inadvertently we just propped up recreation as more important than those things that we know should be the things of value. But again, I'm sure in your mind, you're getting ready to tell me that that's my perspective, correct? Hello? Oh, okay. Tower, are you there? I'm sorry, Inky. Hey, Gary, I'm, I'm here, man. What happened? Did he drop off or something? It looked like he dropped off. But um, this one, I'm up in the next line. Um, you got to bear with me, um, Dr. Inky, because I'm using the app to run the board. Uh-huh. This, this conference is acting up. So I'm, I'm just going to slowly open a certain line and try to get this corrected. So let me open the next line. All right. All right. I'll go on mute. Okay. You there, Dr. Inky? Inky of there? course. Okay. All right. Let me open the next line. Um, the next line I open up. Um, nine three six. Hello, caller. You have any questions for Dr. Inky? Yes, I do. Minister Inky, Dr. Inky, how you doing, my brother? Peace. What's going on, family? Not, not much. Yes, I have a question about the soil and the people's extreme misperception of what they think soil is and the uh, supposed liking of minerals and nutrients in the soil, which is definitely an area I would call, I don't know if I would call it a conspiracy, but I would say after World War II, you had an excess of nitrogen-based chemicals left over, and they used that to fuel the chemical industrial complex. And they changed the soil test because when they say soil, they only mean the top six and two-thirds inches of soil because most of your farming people's root system don't go further than six inches to a foot. But then you figure root systems go all the way down. I mean, the soil goes all the way down to the parent material and the bedrock. So I'm trying to figure, I've heard you mention about depletion of soil, and I'm trying to understand that how could somebody substantiate that what's so deep into the soil is that when a farmer goes and sends his soil sample to the lab, he's only sending six and two-thirds inches, which represents two million pounds or parts per million of soil. So how does one come with an analogy that the soil is depleted based on measuring six inches? If my roots go down 15, 10, and 20 feet, then it couldn't reflect the six inches. <laughs> Absolutely. Know, so I'm trying to understand. No, ain't nothing to understand, brother. You already got it right. You already know there's a there's an inadequacy in how the soil is judged, but primarily you, you got the issue of need versus optimum, survive versus thrive. You got survive versus thrive in there. 
So what I mean by survive versus thrive, right? Um, you only need, what is it, NPK, nitrogen, um, nitrogen, uh, phosphorus, phosphorus and potassium. Right. right to, for the for the uh, for you for you to grow your crops, right? Well, actually, um, you, you need really you really need sixteen because those three will get you infestation. Trust me. <laughs> correct, but but well, that's what we would like to have. This the the we would like to have more than sixteen. We would like to have thirty, forty, fifty, sixty like wild plants. Wild plants that grow in the wild have a high concentration of minerals. That's kind of why we use them for medicine, you know, medicinal kind of herbs and stuff like that. Well, so, well you know what? Not, 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 not root crops, though. Let me tell you why. I've been wildcrafting herbs since 1990 at the Meat and And when you wildcraft seeds, flowers, and leaves, the root remains stabilized in the soil and never disturbed. But if I harvest right. burdock, that's gorilla, then as soon as I pull the root up, it's no wild. So in order to get the plant to reproduce, I have to plant it, and then if I don't put the biology in the soil, then even though it may be a wild plant, but it don't have the substance of the wild plant. No, no, no. I got you. I'm in agreement with you. I'm not debating you. I'm saying you need to have the minerals in the soil to get the right quality out of the plant. So I'm in full oh, agreement with yeah. you. What, 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 I, what, what I'm saying is, is because you can commercially monetize, you can still grow your crop. They're growing the crops with as little minerals put back into the soil as possible. And True. this is why yeah. after a few grow, a few uh, seasons, the soil has to be turned over for X amount of years, and it's no good. So, you know, the whole agricultural system has to be replaced. But when you monetize, this is where, this is where the fine line comes in with monetization. Right, because there's one thing where you want to be monetized or you want to be remunerated re for your efforts and your work, but then you start to put together the least, the lowest quality to get the most out of it, which is uh, um, uh, ideology in today's all today's business. I want to I want to spend the least amount of money to make the most amount of money back. Well, when mm -hmm. you're dealing with something that people need to eat to live that creates other problems. Now, if we're dealing strictly in the commercial sense, that becomes beneficial because the problems that arise from poor agriculture make more business. So because I have poor agricultural standards, I'm going to have a sicker group of people that live off of this food that's grown this way. So now I get to make more money because now I get to sell these people more medication. I get to sell them more gym memberships. I get to sell them more therapy. I get to sell them more, uh, farm, you know, I, I get to sell them more psychiatric stuff. And so I get to monetize this more ways by selling poor crops. You see? So if Right. So if the goal was, um, to make the healthiest group of people, then we would have to flip the whole agricultural thing upside down. But this is why earlier in the call I was telling brother, I said, listen, we have to take it upon ourselves to make our bodies physically strong, to make our minds, you know, to build our mental uh, integrity and endurance. Like we have to, we have to be responsible for us. 
in that capacity. And so when we do that, like, for instance, when you go to more affluent communities, they always have a farmer's market that caters to specific things based on just their culture. So you'll see some vegetables and some fruits that you won't find in the supermarket at the farmer's market because the people that grow those products realize that something from, you know, something from back in their country where they're from that they can't find here, they people need. So they make sure that they grow that and add that into the regular routine. Right. But because, you know, we're kind of out of that loop, so to speak, in most places, especially in the urban cities, we just fall victim to poor agriculture all the time. You know, but the first part of that is having uh, these conversations to get the information circulating. Just the information circulating alone begins to awaken people's minds. So just like the brother that we just had on, in his mind, you know, he want to walk into a hospital and just receive treatment. You know what I'm saying? He don't care if they steal his tissues. He don't care if his wife goes into the hospital or his daughter goes into the hospital with an infection that they could have just gave her some antibiotics for. But meanwhile, instead of giving her some antibiotics, they removed, they gave her a partial or full hysterectomy and removed her reproductive system as long as she got treated. You know what I'm saying? So we do have them folks that still, you know, barely literate. You know, and so we have to provide the information to change people's minds. We have a, uh, a economic crisis that we live in. So if anybody takes any tissues from our bodies and is able to generate millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, and not just the, the, it's not just the money. It's not just the money. If we go to Henrietta Lack situation, it's not just the money, but patents. We don't even understand that type of generational wealth. It's not just the money, but the patents on the new research that came about from your genetics. This can, this can, make, this can ensure that your family never has to deal with poverty ever again by having the patents or just owning a percentage of the patents generated on the new research and technology that's coming out of your genetics. Mm-hmm. You see? So, so these are the things that we have to look at. And we do have to understand that time is the most precious commodity that we have in our life. So although we can make empty statements and say, oh, yeah, the Bible has this value to me, the Quran has this value to me, or, you know, I love my people and I'm studying this and that, your time tells us everything. So if you spend 20 to 30 hours a week watching TV, and you spend one hour studying your health or one hour studying economics, you might think in your mind that you've prioritized economics or health or your your religious or spirituality um, pursuits higher than your recreation. But in reality, when we look back at your time, we're going to see a different story. You know what I'm saying? So um, what you're – what you're telling us right now, what you're sharing with us right now, it doesn't come by hours and hours being glued to Netflix. You see? I, 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 I don't, that's real talk. That's real talk. That's real talk. Definitely. Yeah. You, 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 can't, you can't jump on a line and start educating people about the, the differences between topsoil and the roots and, 
and you know the the you 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 have to spend time and study that. You know, we have to spend time and study that. It's just like it's just like our children. It's just like having children, so to speak. You know, a lot of people don't notice that they're really not spending any time parenting, right? So they wake up in the morning, and when they wake up, they wake their children up. They got to go to their 9 to 5. Their children got to go to school. When they get home, they bring the children back home. They feed them, put them in the tub, put them in the bed. You might have spent two hours a day with your child. Mm -hmm. You have the least influence on your child because you're spending no time with them. So in your mind, even though you may think you have prioritized being a parent, you really didn't because you prioritize going to work more than necessarily spending time with your child. And some people say, yeah, but I got to get this money in order to feed them, keep a roof over their head, et cetera, et cetera. Eh, maybe. But you could put some of that time into education, educating yourself, so that maybe you start your own business so that you don't always punch in somebody's clock. Maybe you create a business that you can even share with your children so at some point you're working with your children all day and not without them. Like there's, there's always another option that we have to manage our time. Time management is one of the most crucial things that we overlook. So brother that called in. It's a vital, the most vital thing that. Hey, listen, that's why, that's why I kept saying leave brother on the phone because He's a prime example of John Q. Public. Now, I know he called in what, you know, he, he, he thought he was calling in to disrupt it, you know, the, the show. You know what I'm saying? But Hello? He actually wound Hello? up being our project. Hey, no, no. Oh, are you, yeah, yeah, Hello? Yeah, you're talking. Uh, I, I hear you. are back. Relax a second. Here I go. Uh, here I go, Inky. I know. I, I, <laughs> I want you to be our project for the whole show. I, I'm going to talk about you the whole show. <laughs> you you are our prime example of what happens when we are not investing our time into study. Can I ask you a question? No, no. You can um, ask me. Not oh, wait, wait. Not Once I, I finish with the other caller, then you feel free to, you know, you know they, they work. I'm not the uh, – you, you stick around. Trust me. I have more time for you. Okay, I'll be back. So you can so you can go off the call, study some stuff, try to come back with more disruptive information. You know, I we, we I got. <laughs> Have you ever stepped foot on a college campus before? Absolutely. I went I went to school when I had to pay back the loan, bro. It, right. I got financial aid. I, I had what, to pay it back. Listen, hey. Maybe he went to college in France. Now, see, when you go to college in France, they got a situation over there, baby, where you don't have to pay it back. Their hospital system and their education system is a little bit different. I'm not fully, I, I'm not fully aware of how it works over there. But I know over here. Do you have an AARBA in biology? All right, um, Kevin. Hold on, guys. I know we had that chance already. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on Minister uh, Dr. Enke. Uh, Kevin, this is Tyrone, man. Listen, you, you're disrupting the show, man. So, so could you either sit back and relax and, and uh, not try to uh, one-up the guests or whatever you're trying to do? And, and the reason that I'm saying that because I hear Gary trying to control it, and I don't want it to go no, no, you know, no kind of way. So, I mean, after 12, you can call in and act crazy if you want to. But for, for now, <laughs> just, just chill out, man, okay? Yes, All right? Sir. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, what what what, yeah. what I wanted to hey, say the bar, was the bartender's <laughs> got to keep that thing to a two drink minimum, man. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. What I, yeah, what I wanted to say was that, you know, it's unfortunate that the cotton picking and the slavery mentality is still penetrated in our subconscious mind, and we refuse Man. to engage in agriculture. But the price that we pay for that is poor health because we have to have our own food system, our own seeds. That's- and our own farming practices, because even me living in the South, all the years I have, they don't know how to farm. They look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm talking about biology. Right. No, no, listen. How, that's why I'm saying just that, that's the point I'm making exactly. Just being able to grow stuff doesn't mean you know how to farm. Exactly. Because I, I give you an example. Like most people don't know. It's like you talk about the electron transport chain and how, you know, in the mitochondria, how phosphorus is recycled, what happens in the soil. It's just like you talk about the aromatic amino acids storing light, but in the soil, it stores carbon. So it's like, and like 30% to 35% of the sugars and the exudates, I mean, of the plant, of the minerals that plants absorb and create compounds from, they release into the soil and exudate. And I know I heard you mention about the 10 sugars that require it. But I got this book yeah. some years ago called uh, Crop Roots the Other Half, and they talk about the 10 sugars that are released as exudates in the roots and the nucleosides and the nucleotides hey, and, 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 and vitamins, the, the whole game. And listen, and let, trust me, um, when, when we – matter of fact, hold on for just one second. What's mm-hmm. the other brother's name? Is his name Kevin? Yeah, no, Kevin dropped off. Um, oh, man, why Kevin dropped off? We supposed no, to keep no, him I'm around. Just, See, Kevin, just, just press, just press um, star six. You can come back in. But, yeah, yeah, but go on. We're listening. No, I want to ask Kevin what is what – is, uh, I want to ask Kevin some questions real quick while we got him. <laughs> Oh, let me see if he's on the board. Let me open the line. Yeah, let's get it. let's get Kevin back on in here. Let's see. Right. Let's see if let Kevin. I gotta figure out if it's him. Let me see if this is him. Um, let me see. Uh, come on, Kevin. Get, come on. You if you're listening to the show, come on and press the buttons and bring your drunk self back in here. Right. Uh, I yeah, got. Well, I got You raise your hands. Let me see what these are. Yeah. All right, caller, open line. Oh, yeah. But I'm gonna say this. I know. I know. I heard you mention a while ago about in order for food to really be a complement and the vitality to the body has to have about 60 minerals. And in this book, I got dealing with old school agriculture, you know, the agriculture before World War II, before the chemical infestation that they measured plants that had 60, 65 minerals in the tissue. Absolutely. Absolutely. On a regular, that wasn't even something that was, that wasn't even something that you needed to do anything extra or strive for. That was just a byproduct of regular farming. But now I say this, that, that the genetic disease, I'll give you an example. You look at uh, ovarian cancer. And in my updated book, I show how, I show a, a visual illustration on how the ovarian cancer is reflective of three chromosomes, which is seedless food. You know, they insert one extra chromosome to create the odd number so that reproduction doesn't occur. And then also, uh, you know, the other factor is then they talk about bone cancer, and they show the reflection of bone cancer being four chromosomes, which represents pretty much 99.9% of most of the foods. But I know I think uh, it's a lot of misperceptions, like a wild hybrid 
you know, there's really no such thing as a wild hybrid because hybrid means mutation. But if you cross, like Sebi talked about how the peppermint is hybrid, but it's crossed with the spearmint and watermint, but it still has the same two strands of DNA, so it's not hybrid. We have to really kind of recalibrate the things that we understand and realize it's all about genetics. If food has genetics that reflect ours, it's optimal. If food has genetics that's other than ours, it's going to cause mutation over, over the years. So that's, that's why Correct. I must, even though, even though we may eat foods that metabolically and, are and, in and alignment. Listen, that's why I say, and that's why I say we got to eat for our bloodline instead of our blood type. It's very right. important for us to eat for our genetics. So you couldn't get the other brother back on the line, could you? Uh, I don't think he picked up, man. But uh, I could probably let me see. I open your line, caller. Is that you? Are you listening? All right, let me open that line. Right, because I, I can tell you right now, agriculture is where it is now is because of uh, one European lady named Elaine Ingham, and for her PhD at Colorado State, she studied the soil food web. It had already been uncovered, but they didn't understand it. So she spent many years uncovering it, and she took she did consulting on people's farms whose roots went down about eight inches. In one season, their roots was going down 10, 15, and 25 feet deep. Right. And, and I can tell you, I've never I've, and, information, and, though. Right. And I've never been on nobody's farm that can do that because this vital information, because when you disturb soil, the biology, like, recycles everything. Everything is about that same electron transport chain. Everything in the soil is recycling from, from the bacteria to the fungi to the protozoa to the nematode to the microalpha part to keep everything from being washed away with heavy rain. So, and then you talk about, you know, stored charge. No, listen, but then, that was, that was, that was, that was um, Sabi's whole premise, food gene consistency. The, 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 the uh, genetics of the food should match the genetics of the people. That's where I got it from. When I first met Sebi, his, his statement in 1990, at this church on 55th between King Drive and State, he said the only reason why we need the healing herbs is because our native and indigenous food is not with us. So then after a few years of wildcrafting herbs, my quest became to uncover different wild species and go deeper. of plants. That's how we're supposed to, no, that's how we're supposed to build on what our, our elders give us. Right, exactly. We're supposed to build on what our elders give us. So, I, so what happened to the brother, though? We can't get him back? I don't know, man. I, and I'm not gonna press a bunch of things on the cell phone to find who's who because when I click on, <laughs> I click on the wrong thing. You the character for real, Gary? Yeah, oh, no, do you no, need no, help with the lines because there's a lot of people who press one. If 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 I say it now, then he gets a chance. See, let me tell you what people do. They try to pretend like they know more than they really know when we have call-ins like this. Because if you say what you're getting ready to ask them, even sometimes when you ask them on the spot, they get a chance to Google it real quick and try to make it seem like as if they knew what you was talking about. So I like to ask people questions on the spot to see if they really understand what it is they're talking about. So while he's asking me, do I know this and that, I want to ask him a few questions now that we're on the subject of what we should be eating, et cetera, et cetera, to see how much he actually knows about what he's talking about. So we can see if there really is some knowledge or if really is, we, we have to blame it on the alcohol. 
because I, I hear a little slur. I hear a little, you know, six-pack in that. You know, I hear a little six-pack in there with maybe two, three shots, and I'm trying to figure out if this just a result of the bartender not putting limit on that thing or is that, you know, what, what's happening right now. Okay, that's right. why you mentioned well, the bartender. Well, look, Gary, do you need help with the line? Gary, yeah, do you need help with the line? One second. Um, any other questions, Terrence? Before we yeah, yeah, keep Terrence around. Listen, keep Terrence around. Terrence, I, yeah, I, 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 right I just got one more question. I mean, one more thing. Yeah, this is what Terrence do. This is what Terrence do. Terrence do. Terrence do this. He's he's a pro with this. Right. The reason why I mention it because I find it interesting. The deeper I go, the more correlations that I find what Itchy's talking about. Like he talked about pigmentation, and we're dealing with fulvic, humic acids and humate, and we're dealing with. Pigment, so I can look at some soil and I can tell what type. Well, listen, that's right. That's where the act. That's where that's where you get. That's where the carbolic acids are, and exactly. the carbolic acids are just as important to the formation of pigments as the aromatic amino acids, tyrosine, tryptophan, phenylalanine. So, so all of those play a crucial role. You know what I mean? But when you have so much chemicals going into the soil. Like like a brother asked me about the B12 thing, and I know that a lot of meat people, they, they like to bring up the B12. Like, well, can you get B12? What they don't know is that prior to the bombardment of all of this nitrogen into the soil and the sanitizing of the soil, the microorganisms that used to be in the soil, because we lost a lot of microorganism populations. So we talk about the extinct animals on the planet, but we don't talk about the populations of microorganisms that have went extinct in the soil from the use of the chemicals. So the microorganisms that used to populate the soil used to produce the B12 in the soil. The plants took up the B12, and then we ate the plants, and then we got the B12 from the greens. Now that those organisms are no longer present in the soil, they use those same types of microorganisms or cousins or derivatives of in a laboratory to try to produce um, B12, but the B12 is not even the same. So that's a whole other thing. I had to walk down the different types of B12 there are. People think that it's just cyano, uh, uh, cyano uh, cobalamine, but it's, it's not. It's a, there are different types of B12. You know, or cobalt, or, or you know, bioavailable cobalt, however you want to phrase right. it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, but, so, well, I said it thanks to the resilience of nature. Once soil is left alone, oh, uh, same absolutely, body, absolutely, absolutely, they, they come yeah, back. They come back. Yeah, that's why. Back. That's why. Yeah. That's why no-till is, is the thing. Uh, growing low covers to keep the soil undisturbed, to keep it protected from uh, transpiration where the sun pulls up the moisture. Make sure it's not disturbed. It has structure. And everything, you know, that's pretty much the new move. And uh, yeah, and what you were talking about as far as uh, that, that's not the not only the pigmentation, but even dealing with like you talk about stored charge, and we look at like uranium and what its purpose is is to pretty much the radioactivity to dissolve the sedimentary rocks into fractions of sand, silt, and clay. Correct. So that way we can get that right. So we can we can recycle the minerals and, and get them to move on up to the top in time, in due time. Well, well actually, it's a little different. What happens is each each of those three fractions have instead of having a stored charge, they have surface charge. 
And you have like, and it's called colloids, organic colloids, and then inorganic, which is clay. So basically, sand, silt, and clay, they have a charge on the surface that attracts the metal. So the negative charge holds the positive charge. They call it a cation exchange, and then you have anion exchange. No, no, no. I'm in agreement with you. I'm just talking about the rate of decay. Oh, yeah. So that everything is done in a timely fashion, so that way we always have soils that are mineral rich. Right. And that's why why stable humus is important because, you know, lignin is the most impermeable substance on the planet, and it resists decay. So you have... That's why you have to have, that's why the best soil is soil that has sand, silt, and clay, because you have organic and inorganic colloids. So you have everything that can keep the soil revived, you know, for, you know, millenniums to come as long as you don't disturb the soil with trackers. And if you do, you have to make compost tea and make sure that biology gets back into the soil. And you have to make sure that you have deep root penetration. You know, I don't know why people mess with these raised beds. I'm like, the roots ain't going down into the soil. They're going down into this weak compost y'all made. You, hey, like, listen, we, you know why they messing, you know, you know why they doing it, because they can get over it. Exactly. So we, that's why we have you to. You know what I'm saying? So if you, can, if you can do it and still flip it and make some money, that's why I'm saying the commerce <laughs> has to be driven by the results. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So when, The people who are benefiting, not just money-wise, but because they're they're feeding this stuff to their children. They want their children to be as strong, as smart, as as, as, uh, mentally um, capable as possible. That is where the largest return comes. It's not the money. When you look at, like, for instance, like right now, like, just to take it to something that maybe more people can relate to. When you look at LeBron, right, LeBron is grooming his son to be, you know, to come into the NBA behind him. And Mm -hmm. so everybody's looking at Bronny and they're like, man, Bronny is great. But wait till Bronny hits his first growth spurt or his second growth spurt. And, you know, all of these different things, he's going to really be able to take it to this level and take it to that. So, so we can look right out at people that have taken their physical development and turned their physical development into financial, economic. So all of these things are interrelated. All of these things are interrelated. So when we're looking at, you know, how do we get our economics together and all that, for me, it all starts at the house. Once we get this program with the food and the health down pack, everything else will start to line itself up, you know. But if we're walking around thinking, hey, let's borrow up two, $300,000, you know, and we don't have to pay it back, or let's go into the hospital <laughs> and not worry about and not worry about what type of treatment we get as long as we get treatment. <laughs> yo, yo, listen, y'all playing games. I want homeboy back on the live. My man said, I don't care what kind of treatment I get, as long as I get treatment. I got $50,000 worth of insurance to bet to, for, for, for my family if something happened to me. $50,000 is the epitome of poverty thinking. 
Once you take out the ten or fifteen thousand dollars for the burial, you telling me you leaving your wife and your children with thirty five thousand dollars to figure out the rest of their life with? Mm-hmm. You gotta be kidding me! It's funny no, you say that because I, I, I had a, I had a, I had a client that was a thirty. He was like thirty million a year, and one of his white colleagues told him, you know, no offense. He said, but when I sell life insurance policies to you know my people. It ain't no less than a half a million, between a half a million and a million. Man, and he said, when your, people, when your people do it, it's like. <laughs> hey, my man's sticking his chest out like, yeah, I got 50,000, baby. We good <laughs> over here. 50,000? 50, 50,000 hey, 50, doesn't even get you a house in today's market. Like, where, where, where you going with 50,000, buddy? Listen, Nowhere. Listen, listen, Inky, 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 let me say some guys. 50K. Shit, you lucky you get a, a new car at that price. Yeah, you know? man, Listen, your family can't even make it. A, they can't even make it through the year on fifty thousand. Like you on no no, and not fifty. We can't even give him that credit because they gotta bury him out of that fifty. So your family is not making it through the year on thirty k. No way. Period. And that's the average in America. That's the average of American. You know? Period. So that's the average. So, and, and so that's what I'm saying. That means you're 20K in debt. Man, that's why I got to give him a name. We're going to call him Captain Belligerent for the night. <laughs> Captain Belligerent. Right. You got to get my man Captain Belligerent back in here. Hey, hey, before, before we continue. Um, but, but, but he, he did change his, uh, his phrase. He's like, oh, you don't have to pay the loan back if you get good, good grades. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Nah, listen. That's exactly what we have to do. We have to entertain it because he was pure entertainment. Right? He was entertainment. A man said, nah, I don't drink. I mean, I do drink, but I, I, I ain't drinking right now. You do have to pay the loans back. No, you don't have to pay the loans back, but you do. Captain uh, belligerent um, man. Uh, um, um, guys, get chill for a second. Tyrone, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Tyrone Thompson. Ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like some humor. Okay, yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, uh, Gary, you sound kind of low. This, this is what I want you to do for me. Um, Gary, you sound uh, low. You, you sound really low, buddy. Can you good? I sound good? Go ahead. Sound better? Um, whoever's raising hands, open the lines one by one. All right, guys, listen, I'm getting ready to open the line, so I'm going to open your lines. You just let me know who you are, and then uh, Gary will take you in that order that I open the lines. If you guys want to call in, the number to call in is 712-770-4160. The access code is 915-411-POUND. You have Dr. Inky on the line tonight, so unknown caller, who is this? Well, no, this looks like a... You know who this is, man. Woo, All right, Kevin, hold on. Man, you stand back. Captain by. Belligerent. Woo. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Kevin. Uh, and then, uh, uh, who is this? Oh, no, caller, who is this? Hey, I would I would prefer if we call him by his correct uh, term, is his correct title. It's Captain Belligerent. Well, now, if you're going to start calling him names, he's going to call you names back now. <laughs> I ain't he came. He came right out the gate and said, "This is nigger scholarship and blah 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 blah." He, oh, he okay. came out the gate with that conversation. I got you. I got you. All right. In so fact, who is- he said that this is a result. He said nigger scholarship is a result of paying for your degree. 
and you should go to school instead of for your degree. Because when you go to school, you can get the, the financial aid and you don't have to pay for an education in America. So mm-hmm. don't pay for your degree. Hey, Inky. Inky. Yes, sir. Let's have a conversation, man. Okay, now, now on, I, I wanted to get you back for a reason. Hold on. I have some questions for you. Hold on. I have some questions for you. So the, well, well, let him talk, Gary. It sounds like Dr. Inky want to talk to Kevin. So. Yeah, let me, let, let, me ask, let me ask Kevin a question. Um, real, real quick, uh, 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 CB, I, I'll, I'll give you an abbreviation. We just CB you for tonight. Um, what is a nucleoside? I don't know. What is the nucleotide? I said I do not know. No, those are two different questions. A nucleoside and a nucleotide are two different things. So, so if you don't know what those two things are, what are your qualifications in regards to biology? I don't have no uh, qualification from biology, but... Okay, what so I do know now. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? Now you ask me a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. I asked you three questions. questions. You said, "What's my quali- qualification of a biologist?" Then you tell. Then you ask me that. No, I was about to ask you that, but you cut me off because that wasn't the full question. But go ahead with your question. Okay. My qualification of a biologist is somebody who have went to school, who got at least a BA or a PhD in biology, or at least an AA. And I asked you that at the beginning. Do you got an AA? Do you got Hold a on. BA? Oh, you wait, said, wait, 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 wait. You asked me what's my qualification. See, I can't no. speak on nothing if I haven't went I'm to school. Hold on. What? I'm not asking. I'm asking you. I asked you a question just now. I said, did you go to school? Did, do you have any degrees in biology? And you said no. No. And now you're telling us you got an AA and a BA. Which one is it, an AA no. or a BA that you have? Which I one never you said have? I had. Okay, not you listen? I never I'm said I ain't got Which one? Oh, so you don't have any of them? I don't have so, shit. So, right. I so don't have totally shit. I'm asking right. you so the question. Totally Hold on. So you're unqualified to make a statement on biology. Would that be safe to make a, would that be a safe assumption? No, but common sense tells me that a biologist okay, have so what the so Let me okay, ask you so a question, Inky. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, be no, 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 no. I don't want you to be belligerent. I want you to answer these questions so we can go somewhere with this. But so, you're not answering my questions, Inky. You ain't answering that question I asked you from, from the beginning. You have not answered it. Hold on. I already did. I answered all those questions when you asked me. Do you got an AA? Do you got an AA degree? I told you I have a degree in naturopathy. Do you got an AA? That's a yes or no question, Inky. Hold on. Yes or no question. Do you got an AA? understand what that is. Hold on. Listen. Do you got a BA? Do you got a PhD? If you haven't went to school, Inky, you're not qualified to teach nobody about biology, brother. Try not to scream, Kevin. Just calm down a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm just Why saying he not letting me talk. Uh, he not letting me talk, brother. He steady asking me questions. I try. I don't know shit about about a biology, but he don't know shit <laughs> don't, neither. It sound like you don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> he don't know shit neither. Hold on. It sounds like you don't even know how to pronounce it. 
Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Hear me clearly, right? You represent the problem that we have. You represent the reason why we have to stop blaming white folks for where we are and start to become accountable for ourselves. Because you're you represent a man oh, teaching Bosley that don't have no credentials or nothing like that. You okay, is the problem. Giving okay, false yeah. information. Hold on. Let you me might well say that you're a, a, a nutritionist. Talk about diet or something. Okay, Vitamins and stuff wait, like wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Guys, this let me have a, a dialogue here. Hold on. Let, let me just have, have a dialogue. Let, 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 let Dr. Inky finish, and then after Dr. Inky speak, Kevin, wait, you wait, can wait, speak right me. after he get done, okay? So, Dr. No, Inky, I'm, I'm through. I'm through, man. I'm, no, no, I'm no, 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 Do you know all of the subjects that you have to study in order to get a degree for naturopathy? Kevin? I just asked him, man, do he have a... a, a, Hello? I asked him, do he got a... Hey, hey, that's a yes or no question. He went all the way around the bush. That's a yes or no question. Do you got an A-A-R-B-A? Answer that question before I answer yours. I'm gone, Tyrone. Sound like we're an impact. Hey, let me ask you another question then, because I see that's a soft spot for you. You don't like to admit your shortcomings. Do you have a degree at all in anything? Mm. Nigga, I said I ain't got shit, nigga. So you have So you don't even know how How you get a degree See so let me give you some education When you did it When you get a degree in a subject You have to become proficient Meaning you have to study A certain group Of subjects In order to prepare you as qualified To speak on the subject Which your degree is in so when I say I'm a naturopathic doctor, oh God. anybody that understands what that means, that means you have to study some degree of biology. You have to study some degree of herbology. These are basic studies in getting a degree in naturopathy. But if, like you said, I ain't got shit, if you don't, if you don't have any degree at all, then you don't understand even the process of getting a degree. This is why you're online telling people to go and go to school and not to pay for their degrees, right? Don't pay for your degree. Go get it for free. You just you just go to school and get it for free. So you must have so you must have went to school for a little while and got a little bit of classes in and you you didn't learn much because obviously within whatever you study you didn't even learn math because fifty thousand dollars to leave to your family after they pay for burial is nothing your family can't do anything with with thirty thousand dollars except for pay the bills maybe two three months in a row and buy some hey man i'm gonna get burnt up and cremated why i'm gonna get a white man that money man my daughter getting that money brother she getting 50 g's to do whatever she wants to do with it Whatever the fuck she want to do with it, it's her, then she can do what she want to do with it. Right. How long is that 50 G's going to last her? I'll wait. Kevin? 
How long for the could last your daughter? Say, man, my daughter in college, I wouldn't give a fuck if she fucked it off in one day. It's hers. Her daddy gave it to her, man. Hey, listen, on that note, I think we got all we going to be able to get up out of you for the night, buddy. So on that note, I think we got the full extent of your expertise, your, uh, your, um, your priority system. I think we got the full extent of your priority system. So we see now that this is a priority issue, and this is the main thing that I speak to people on, our priorities. So earlier, my man Captain Belligerent said he don't care about what type of treatment he get as long as he get treated, right? So now we see that when it comes to his children, he doesn't care what he leaves his children as long as he leaves them something. So this is really a self-centered sort of ideology, right? It's not about preparing the child or really leaving them something of value. Nigga, you ain't asking that question I asked you, man, but you want to rub, rub, rub it off and try to teach somebody. Ask the questions that I asked you, brother. Ask the questions. Don't teach nobody. What's your qualification? What are your qualifications, man? Okay, this is what Tell us your qualifications. I'm going to be quiet. Tell us your qualifications. What makes you qualified to teach somebody, man? All right. Hold on, Kevin. Kevin, you must have called it unknown tonight because I can't find your line for shit. Yeah, so yeah, I did, Tyrone. <laughs> I got you. But just be quiet. So so respect the rest of the show because I can't find your line. And I'm going to try to get these other lines open. Um, uh, I just opened the line. Was that you, Gigi? I don't know. Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's you. Go Hi. Ahead. What a mess. Jeez. Hi, uh, everybody. Yeah, wait, before you say something, Gigi, let, let me speak for a minute. Our phone's about to die. Okay, okay, but Gary, your phone really sounding low, brother. Your audio really sounding low. Um, can you now? That sound better? Yeah, that's a whole lot better. Go ahead. Oh, damn. I got to fix this. Let me say something. Wait a minute. Hold on, Gigi. Relax. I'm sorry. I got to get this out the way. What we what we witnessing tonight Mm-mm. is a failure of what what happens when we don't prepare our children that become adults for the future. This is what is harvesting breeding right now in the black society. You know this type of thinking, this type of action. We we we're at a at a point where we are as a race, especially black ADOS people in America right now, where the potential we might not have much wealth in the next forty years. And this is the man that's. The thinking right now for the, the average brother, don't care and think that leaving something better. You can keep on that, that I'm handsome wheel. I'm telling you right now, that handsome is going to break off one way or the other. Especially if you don't know why you've been going to college. Now, I know this was not based on the whole conversation tonight about it, but since Inky is there, since we're talking about this and the importance of this, we got to tell people straight up what you're really getting into. And the, the advantage and disadvantage. I don't want people to feel because you go into school, that's it. No, you go out to think. No, I don't. For, for, I, yeah, you, if you, you have to go in school as a part of a plan. Exactly. Because, because in the world that I live in, right, and, and listen, I may be from a different world where, you know, paying for your degree is some old, you know, I, maybe, maybe I'm from a different world. But in the world I'm in, where you borrow the money for your education, mm-hmm. you need to have a surefire way to turn that degree into 
a business so that you can not only pay back the money you borrow, but that that loan doesn't become a burden to you and your family later on. And you can barely make ends meet because of the large burden. This is why in the political arena, financial aid and student loans was such a big conversation because it's such a burden taxing the entire economy. But, you know, hey, we got to give brother some credit. He has no degree. However, you do not get the student loans, brother. You do not get the student loans. Leave the student loans. See, that's the problem right there. A nigga want to go to school and just... Wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. A nigga want to go to school... Okay, I'm through. Go ahead. Go ahead, G. All right, Dr. Inky, uh, hit star six once so I can get your line on. Listen, guys, if your line is going to be open, you're going to have to respect the platform because there is no control over the board once your line is open. So, uh, Dr. Inky, hit star six one. We'll get you back on. And, Kevin, you just going to have to sit in the cut because that, that whole yelling over people, man, come on, I ain't with that shit tonight. You know me. Um, um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, guys, I'll make sure. All right. Yeah, because I'll I'm be honest with y'all. Y'all are very lucky that this this board is acting up tonight, and I'm hoping this, this conference gets resolved very soon because this is this is some nigga shit right now. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. This is what I'm experiencing right now. And we're trying to have at least a closure conversation on the issues. But we're going to continue on the conversation. So if anybody's there, please press star six so I can open back online. Please. Yeah. Well, Dr. Inky, if you, did you hit star six one? Because it would no, have no, a question. Thought, Boom, back. that's me. I'm back in. Okay. okay. All right. I'm, well, there I'm you go, here. Gary. Right, so, so listen, this this is what I'm saying, right? I, I don't know if y'all y'all heard what I was saying. I think I got cut off while I was still talking because I used the speakerphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 um, I got cut but what I was saying was this. Brother is a prime example of of just sheer belligerence because – the only way you can qualify for any type of money that you don't have to pay back is usually when you're below poverty line. Exactly. So, so if you're below poverty line, then you get some, some, some help and some extra. But for those of us who are actually working, paying for things, et cetera, et cetera, Chances are you don't qualify for no free money. You have to borrow that money. So if your parents have, if your parents are working parents and they're not living on the state, chances are somebody's going. If you don't get a scholarship, of course you can mm-hmm. get a scholarship. But there's some niche, like some little grants, some niche grants you can, you can, you can, you know, there's some stuff you can get. But typically. You, if you, if you just put an application in, you that's going to be based on your economic status. And if your parents make forty, fifty, sixty, and better a year, you you don't qualify for none of that. You gotta you gotta borrow that money. So if exactly. you're borrowing that money, you have to know. Listen, I'm going to school. I'm not going to get me no general degree, no you know no random two year BA and BS because. All that's going to do is you're going to be one of these people that has a master's degree 
that's getting eleven, twelve dollars an hour. That's one of the biggest problems that we have in our economy right now is that mm. people are overqualified for the jobs that they have. And the reason yeah. they're overqualified for the jobs that they have is because they were told since they were young, go to college, go to college, go to college, and that was it. So when they graduated high school, they just went to college, and they went to college in the law of least resistance. They just kind of got them a regular, you know, a little generalized degree, you know, a little two-year, four-year, so that they could get them a quote-unquote good job. And now you turn around, and you're earning 40000 30000 or maybe even, you know, some, sometimes it's, it's even crazier than that. You know, my, for instance, my daughter, when she was 18, was it 18 or 17? Either way, she was working at McDonald's, and she was complaining and complaining to me because she couldn't get the promotion to manager in McDonald's because everybody in McDonald's that was working her same job had four-year, two-year, and four-year degrees. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So people are getting two-year and four-year degrees because they're not specializing what they go to school for. And they're back in McDonald's. This goes back to the conversation that Captain Belligerent was trying to use as one of his points when I was saying that when we're watching the gangster films, we're watching the wrong thing because they're sending their children to specialized school for specialized education based on the community's needs. So when they're sending their, their children to school, they're saying, hey, we don't have a doctor in the family. So you're not just going to school, you're going to school to be a doctor. You're not just going to school, you're going to school to be an accountant because we already have a successful or halfway decent family business, but we don't want to have a stranger running our books. So we're going to have Tommy or Sarah or whoever, they're going to go get an accountant degree. We already have a job waiting for you as soon as you finish school. Don't worry about nothing. Just go get the degree. We got you covered already. You're going to school to be an engineer so that you can so, – so this is why I'm saying it's got to be a different angle to it because you do have to pay for school unless you're living below the poverty line. So um, I'm assuming that Captain Belligerent um, that's leaving $30,000 to cover his family for a lifetime is assuming that everybody's living in poverty and squalor, which is another problem that we have, right? Because we have these ideas in our minds that, um, you know, like crack babies are black babies. When most of the babies born addicted to drugs are not black. When most of the people in America that's on welfare are not black. Like, we have to yep. get these... We have to get these ideas out of our mind that create this, this type of toxic thinking. So he's, he's happy with passing on poverty to his next generation. Exactly. And that's one thing I want people to take uh, tonight's discussion, that with this mindset, and this is why health is very important. I know Terrence is still on the line. And with the conversations with you and Terrence had, and I see the bigger picture one of the things besides the economic switch, we got to get the mind right. And usually what we put in our stomach is one of the vital things any person could do right now because everything, how you think, how you operate, is through the control, through the food. These addictions make you think irrational. Hell, you're not even thinking at all because when you have a, a diet full of starch and sugar, it 
conflates your thinking. You can't think straight. It's hard for you to concentrate and to grasp information when your brain is cluttered by toxins and garbage. And I want people to really understand this, that, you know, out of all things that, that place the community, they could be easily fixed. But one thing is evident that we should always focus on to really fix these little bigger problems. And um, Terrence, if you dare, um, press star six, or matter of fact, I'll see you online, is that you have to cover a few things to sustain a nation. And you might notice, well, Enki, food, yeah. clothing, and shelter. If you can't sustain a whole two of the three, and, and I would say three is better, you're in trouble as a nation, as race people. And all the problems we face, because we don't control not, not even the three now. So now what we have and what we witness right now is a state of perpetual poverty. Not physically, but mentally. And, and listen, the poverty starts in the mind. Because exactly. at the outset, at the outset, when we were talking, and you said give people the background on yourself, I told people what my certifications are. It's mm-hmm. just he doesn't know. He doesn't understand what he's listening to. So if you, if you understand um, getting a degree as a naturopathic doctor, you know that you basically, like anybody has internet, you can look it up. You learn the basic, basically the same stuff as a medical doctor i mean it's it's you can literally go online and it's see. Required. right yeah. and it's and it's and it's anywhere from two to four years so it's it's the same process you know i, I mean listen so when i'm saying it it means something to the educated ear but to the uneducated ear and the problem is not necessarily having lack of education on a subject it's speaking with such righteousness about something that you have no idea what you're talking about. You see what I'm saying? So you're willing to yell and scream in that crazy. You don't know anything about biology. When I'm asking him what is a what is the nucleoside and the nucleotide, that is where the primary information in the plants is stored. That's one of the main reasons. Well, that's one of the main sources of nutrition that you're supposed to get out of your food that is adulterated in the GMO process. Right? Exactly. So when we're directly talking about agriculture and how the plants affect our health and then, and, and then to take it another step forward, while we're on the, doc, uh, the subject of medicine, this is what um, pharmaceutical companies are actually hunting when they send their hunters out into the forest and to the jungles to look for plants where they can isolate certain um, molecules and chemicals that they can uh, reproduce in a laboratory and then patent and then sell as medication because 90% of medication comes from the forest. But you can't patent plants. So what you do is you isolate a a uh, chemical in the plant, and then you can go ahead and put a patent on that, et cetera, et cetera. You see what I'm saying? So, so when I'm asking him nucleosides, nucleotides, this is what literally makes up our genes. This is the core of biology. So a nucleoside and a nucleotide is what makes up your DNA. That's what your DNA is composed of, like literally. So when he's asking me about biology, I'm asking him about biology so I can get a handle because me, I don't live in a world where I'm restricted to paper um, approval. 
So I'm not going to judge somebody's knowledge based on paper approval, but I want to see if you know what you're speaking on or what you're critiquing. So if you're, you want to, you want to know about, if you're, if you're trying to evaluate my ability to speak on biology, yet you have no idea what a nucleoside or nucleotide is, and you've never went to school for any of these subjects, what are we, what are you even doing on the line? Right. What are you even doing on the line? You're on the line just to sound like a big ass and make yourself be a bigger fool to thousands that could potentially watch the show. Right. But, you know, in, in retrospect, I think sometimes, you know, having an example like that might be better than just because sometimes a lot of like, for instance, if me and Terrence stay on this phone and just me and Terrence talk for two hours, 80% of what we talk about is going to fly over most people's heads. Yeah. But, but if we have somebody come in like that, when we know that um, right now, I think the statistics are maybe 60% of black women that get hysterectomies didn't actually have to have the hysterectomy done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we know that the statistics look like that, to say it doesn't matter what type of treatment you get as long as you get treatment is beyond ignorant. Very ignorant. Stupid. Like it's beyond. That's, that is muted. That is, that is, and he, and he has a daughter. He has a daughter. I know. I know. He should, I, know. He, I mean, so, so, I mean, that's, that is the center, like that is all what life is about, the next generation. And so when our sisters have something that's easily treatable, but because they don't know their rights in the hospital, they go into rights to have a partial hysterectomy or a full hysterectomy, or they're talked into getting their tubes tied, or they, or they have a C-section when they didn't need to have it, like all of these little different things, this is, this is, uh, this is taking the real wealth away from us. That's that's where your wealth is. It's in your family, in your next generation. It's, it's frightening, man, because now what you're doing, you're putting your loved ones at risk where they can't, where they could possibly, that might be the end of your lineage if you're not careful. Especially that's if you fact. have one child as your daughter. That could be wrapped That's a you. fact. That's a fact. But, um, you, this is what I'm going to do. Um, Tyrone, open the other lines. If you're there, um, yeah, open the lines. I'm tired because. All right, hold on. Oh, wait. What happened to Gigi? Um, he's going to open back the lines. She'll be back. All right. All right. Yeah, let's get a quick, couple of quick questions in because I got to gotta, I gotta go to bed and get ready to take my baby to school early to bother. Mm-hmm. I, know. I, know. I know. All right. Give me one second here. Listen, I'm a single dad, so I really do this thing for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got to put my babies to bed. I got to feed them, cook them, wash the clothes, wake up in the morning. Like, I got to, you know what I mean? So. I, yeah, I don't. No. I don't have you know, to. Y'all, 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 play just with wait, y'all just wait. Nothing more. Nothing more. We get you. We get you. We All get right, you. Gigi, are you there? Hello. Hello. Gigi. Hey, who is this? Who's on the line? Thank you. Oh, what's up? Okay, well, no, I was picking. I was talking to the caller. Call. I just opened your line. Who's this on the line? The area code six one six. That's me. All right, I'll go. Oh, that's you? I'm sorry. Let me go to the next caller then. All right. So, uh, caller, who's on the line? All right, all right. Finally, what's going on, man? 
All right, look, look, look like it put Inky back on mute, so I'm going to open Inky line, man. Hold on. Yeah, um, Tom, open any lines they see to start opening down line. I want right. to ask the questions because. Okay, so hold on, Jay New York. This is what I'm yeah, going to yeah, do. No and you guys don't, 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 um, please don't talk over one another. So let me see this. Who's this unknown caller here? Uh, Big J. I know who the unknown caller is. Okay, hold on, Big J. All right, next unknown caller, who is this? Hello? Yeah, this fact. This fact, Tyrone. Facts. How you okay. doing? All right. Hold on, all facts. All right. Next unknown caller, who is this? Angel Lady Love. Hey, Angel Lady Love. How you doing? All right. And unknown caller, who is this? Uh, this is uh, Alquan. Alquan. I hope I got everybody. So all we're going right, to go in that sequence. That's hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. We're going to go in that sequence. Please don't talk over each other and allow uh, Dr. Inky to respond to y'all. Um, and then we'll move to the next person. So I hope y'all remember y'all sequence. There you go, Gary. Okay, right. this one I want to do for the sake of time because Miss Inky, you know, I try to keep this short. I was only going to plan it because the camera got so good. I'm going to just do it just for you tonight. So for those that the lines are open now, I want a question. I don't want no long drawn, no comment. Not tonight. I ask a question. So where the line open first? You may ask your question. All right. So first of all, let me let me let me get this right quick. All right. Um, for all, everybody that knows, a doctor doesn't have to be a surgical person, a person that uh, uh, you know does operations or prescribe medicines. Um, you know, Correct we know that there's different categories of doctors. Uh, people, you know, psychiatrists. Um, you know, just different type of doctors. So, you know, Correct if, you, if you went if you went to college and you got a degree and you certified, you know, you're a doctor and that's what it is. And whatever field that you got the doctorate in, um, you know, and, and really to be a doctor, I mean, one of these surgical doctors, shit, it might take eight or more years, I believe, to actually be, you know, to to go that. But anyway, I'm just saying that's to to eliminate the whole. Whether you a doctor Confusion. or not, so respect, correct, or whatever, brother, you do right. So, I, but I wanted to also address something too. Financial aid, right? So, financial aid. This is in general. Financial aid. What before I even looked it up because I know financial aid is financial aid, right? You're getting aid, which is help financially. Now, when you deal with it in a college form or in a school form or in a category of that it breaks down into different things. So financially, uh, excuse me, financial aid could be uh, uh, funding, what it'll be, which I thought, and then I looked it up, like I said, to, 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 you know, to kind of get the whole layout. Um, Pell grants, you know, uh, uh, different type of grants, and then there's other ones that you might have to pay, but it, it falls under the FOSFA, free application for federal uh, student aid, right? So, again, financial aid it is help. Um, some of it you might have to pay back depending in what category that financial aid goes. Yes, you get help in some programs. You don't have to pay back nothing. But there is some financial aid that you do have to pay depending in what category that falls in and what you fall in. So that's, that, that, that's eliminating, uh, eliminating that. So, and then I wanted to get into it because I wrote this down just to make sure because it was a long thing, and I thought that the last caller was basically almost like a guest in the past. So um, hospitals, right, taking tissue. 
and, and I, I get what you're saying. You you exactly right. Uh, um, uh, that that's probably uh, been taken. Uh, you know, uh, tissue and, and, and people like the lady that you said that they took something from her and they, they're benefiting. I think two things, right? So when you're dealing with a hospital, you're now dealing outside of yourself where you're putting yourself in other people's hands, right? And however that category falls in, you're still, in general, you're getting out of your situation in the sense of you. Now you're dealing with somebody else, what kind of... Uh, uh, um, understanding you have and what kind of agreement now that falls into the contract i do agree that there should be uh, uh you know this should be clear well whether you like it is good information um you know that 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 you clear on what's on the contract on what are you signing into so i think that clarity is definitely important and i'm saying it, the way you put it bro it means that we might have to go into the hospitals with a lawyer to make sure that you know, everything is done right because you don't know what can happen, especially when you're under an emergency or something like that. Hey, let so me I tell you, that, that's, yeah, that's a ahead. fact. Listen, yeah, for, for, the, for, the sisters, for the sisters that are, you know, because sometimes if you don't know, you're just hearing voices, you don't. So it's important sometimes to go ahead and start to just dig around yourself. So everybody that's listening, all you have to do is go to Google, right, and type in two words, unnecessary hysterectomy and you will get literally matter of fact let me do it on my phone and see exactly what type of what you'll get when you when you when you type that in it's over it's over I'm getting over a million links so literally you will have a litany of research the most common after effects is the first link I got, and that's called the HERSFoundation.org, right? HERSFoundation.org. Um, the next one is the madness of unnecessary hysterectomy has to stop. The next one is why many women unnecessarily get a hysterectomy, patient advice, U.S. news. The next one from Medical News Today says almost one in five hysterectomies are unnecessary study finds. Right? The next one, legal liability for unnecessary hysterectomies. <laughs> so so like this is not something that is just some fly by night issue. This is a long standing issue that people are irreparably damaged from. And it's not something that for me a lawsuit can fix. A lawsuit can't fix a hysterectomy. Once you take out a person's whole entire reproductive system, it's nothing you can do to get that person back whole again, period. And then to take it a step further and to know that money is possibly being generated off of the material that's being taken out of these women, it just takes it to a whole other level. So, you know, hey, to each his own. If you believe that as long as you got treatment, you got treatment. You go in there with a with a with a with a sprained ankle, and you come out of there without a reproductive system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next caller. Who was that for J New York? Uh, I was, and uh, I'm gonna be quick. I ain't, I ain't gonna be long long winded. Oh, Don't worry, what, I what, gave good information what, 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 if you didn't like it too bad. Let's, let's not do that, Jay. Come on, guys. 
Let me oh, go. No, that was definitely good information, Jay. That was definitely thank good you, information. Brother. Thank you, brother. He didn't understand that. He didn't understand, but thank you. Hey, Tyrone, put me on that list, man. That means right. you're after me. Okay, what, what, is, what is your opinion on the, uh, the Affordable Care Act and how would that affect uh, the hockey loops in the lower class? I can't hear you. Yeah, how you would that go. affect... How would the Affordable Care Act affect uh, society, in, in particularly in black black society? Thank you. Affordable Care Act? Yeah. Yes. Obamacare, yeah. Ah, man. You know how sick that thing is? Hello? <laughs> yeah, you're on. Go ahead. Yeah, you know how sick that Affordable Care Act is to really read the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So, so I could I could make an assumption and give you an opinion based on the sound bites that we hear in the news, but none of those are accurate because you actually have to read the entire thing to read the fine print to really understand how that's going to affect people. So, for me, I'm old school with everything. I think the best care you can have is what you can afford, what you can pay for. And so this is why I promote information so that we keep ourselves, we keep ourselves in as best condition as possible so we don't find ourselves needing expensive health care that we can't afford where we have to put ourselves into multiple different programs and then we, we have to make choices in medication based on what we can afford and not what's the best medication for us and just a litany of issues that come with not being able to afford what you need. But then the more important issue, which I think we was trying to hit on all show is not even being literate enough about your own biology to make the distinction between what it is that you need and what you don't need. So for me, before we even get to affordable health care, the issue is literacy of our own body, really knowing how to take care of our body. Because if we're smoking, if we smoke cigarettes, we drink beer, we drink soda, we eat pork, and then we're having a health conversation about what's affordable health care or not, we have already resigned ourselves to sickness. We've already resigned ourselves to premature death. We've already resigned ourselves to prop up the pharmaceutical industry, to prop up the dialysis machine industry, right? So what I'm saying is, is we need to take better care of ourselves initially so that we're not putting ourselves at the hands of other people. And then we get to the level where we can say, okay, now let's look at supplementary ways to supplement the health care that we need on top of whatever our income is. But there's no plan in terms of what anybody's presenting that we, besides just paying for it, old school fashion, right, that is really going to give us everything we need. And this is why our, our parents, no, no, listen, this is why our parents, well, at least mine's anyway, right? I'm Haitian. I'm from the Bronx. This is why a lot of the older people from where I'm from, we did Suzu's and, sh- and things like that. And Suzu's was a way 
for us to pool our money together for real-time situations on top of the insurance, on top of the Medicaid, on top of these things, this is where economics really means something. A lot of people, when they speak of economics, it's for um, a bigger house, a bigger car, you know, things like that. For me, it's more about family. It's more about having the money around when emergencies happen. Because the only thing we know about emergencies is they're guaranteed to happen. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Then, then you don't have to ask this question then. Then, 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 what, then what is your opinion? If we, if we going to sit there and say what you say, right, that we have to pay, you know, we have to do it the old-fashioned way, then, then, then how come the price of insulin has went up to over $100 and, and, and diabetic medic medication too, according to certain research, uh, certain in this, this country doesn't have the, what is it called, the green leaf? You know, when we have patents of pharmaceutical companies uh, increasing the price because, like, some, you know, they're trying to protect their patents on, on uh, insulin and other diabetic uh, medications. But listen, hold on, hold on. I, got, I, I, see, I see where you're going, but listen. Right. Sometimes it's not that much of a deep conspiracy theory. Sometimes it's just supply and demand. And one thing a patent gives us is the ability to control the supply, which is why patents are so valuable. So as more people become diabetic, more people have metabolic illness, the, the, the insulin becomes more valuable. And once it becomes more valuable, <laughs> the me price as goes a patent up. holder, boom, me as the patent holder, I got the ability to say, well, listen, I, I'm going to need a little bit more off the top of this. And then as the governments make rules to subsidize cost, if the government decides to make a deal with the pharmaceutical companies, the pharmaceutical companies can push John Q. Public into deals with the government that, um, that say, okay, well, go ahead. We'll, if you sign this here, then we'll go ahead and cover woo, woo, woo. But this is why I said I can't really formulate an opinion for you on the entire process because when you read the fine print, there are certain rights that you give up in order to receive any benefits from your government. That's, that's an exchange. So right. when we're in a situation where we're debating whether vaccines and certain other things, when you sign into these other things, see, so it's, it's a counterbalance. It's a counterbalance. So okay, you, well, so you have to... Well, like, okay, well, hold on, Big J. Now you're asking too many questions. We've got other people on the no, line. No, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm telling him things. Okay, well, Big J. Big J, Big J, come on, brother. You heard all these, these lines I just opened. Hey, I'm going to come back. Listen, I'm going to come back for the family. Yeah, Trust yeah, me, I'm going to come back. Okay, so let's do this right here. All right. Who's that the issue is... Listen, I see that the issue is really... This is a subject that we need to spend more time on. That, that's evident from tonight's show. We need to spend more time on this subject. And everybody is passionate about how they feel about their health, their family, their health care, the, the economic obligations that they should have and how they should partition their economic situation and divide up their resources to plan for the future, et cetera. So these are things, this is, this is a great, this is a, 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 a successful call if this is what we take away, that we need to reprioritize and begin to have these conversations more often. So right. everybody, I don't want people to feel a way 
because they're not getting to completely, you know, go through and, and get to the to, to the nuts and bolts of what they want to discuss. You know, this happens to me when I go do lectures. You know what I'm saying? When I go do lectures, because of, when, it, when you're talking about health, people tune in, but people tune in to talk about the health issues that matter to them most. So while somebody might be holding on to ask diabetes questions, somebody else is, is holding on to talk about affordable health care. Somebody else wants to talk about, you know, uh, agriculture. Somebody else wants to talk about, you know, cancer. Somebody else wants to talk about Alzheimer's. Like, so, and I'm comfortable with having all the conversations. It's just a matter of being able to fit them all in. Right. Right. So, so let's go. Who's out the Big J? Big J. Who's out the Big J? Angel Lady right, Love was. No, I think yeah. it was All Facts. All yeah, that's facts. what I think. All Facts, Angel Lady Love, then myself, then uh, Mama's Boy. All Facts? Well, yes. How you doing, brother? I'm Please, sorry I like I'm a that little name. tonight. Hey, it's yes, all right. Yes, I like yes. that handle, All Facts. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, first of all, someone gave me that name, so I always tell people that, so I, that's not conceitedness. But first of all, brother, um, I've been hearing you for years. Um, you don't know me. I know you. Um, of course, you're popular in this quote-unquote sector or black conscious sector, this cyber YouTube uh, black politics talk and things, you're, you're most popular, and it's always a pleasure. That way it's a pleasure speaking with you Thank the first you. time. But I'm not going to hold you up. We have other callers, and I know you have to take your daughter to school. And it's a pleasure hearing a brother like you and your daughter's life. Hey, I got to take all five of them. You're going to have to come back. But real quick, I have to say something, and I'm not going to get into this sticky thing, but I'm going to ask you a serious question. Um, By the way. What is, I want you to educate the people real quick. What is a cure? When we say we have a cure for something, what is right. the process so that, to that? And I'm just going to ask you over real quick because I, I, I got many other questions, and I hope you come back. But this is just my first question. What is a cure when we talk about what is a cure, right? Yeah. And how can we apply that? And what is the difference between okay, um, um, prevention, detection, and prevention, and some of the type of your treatment? Are you a preventive a person, or are you are um, um, are you a corrective medicine or preventive medicine? Things of that nature. So what's a cure, corrective, and then um, I hope you come back and I have other questions for you. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah. No doubt. Thank you. Great. So as a natural path, right, um, or anybody in the holistic field, you're geared toward um, prevention. Yeah. You're geared toward prevention. But you don't – you're not legally able to use terms like um, cure – you're not legally able to use things like uh, medicine because you have to have the, the degree in medicine to practice medicine. So this is how, this is how you, get, you get entrapped if you are a holistic healthcare professional and you use certain terminology. So when, whenever you go to any type of schooling for any type of um, 
healthcare practices, even if it's just becoming a personal trainer. They teach you what you can say and what you can't say, what you can offer and what you can't offer. So now if we're looking at the definition of cure, right, there's one, there's one place to put, uh, and, and we know cure on a very basic level is to preserve, right? So, so if you, you know your family cured uh, cucumbers and the pickles or, or things like that, we know that's what preserving, right? But then there's another level where it is a medicinal or pharmaceutically patent term, and that right there gives people the idea which creates more sickness because the idea is I can drink liquor, I can smoke cigars, I can lay on my couch every day without exercising. Like I can have an unhealthy lifestyle, and at some point when I get in trouble from my unhealthy lifestyle, I can go to somebody who will give me a pill, and that pill will get me my health back in a matter of days or weeks, and I can go back to my unhealthy lifestyle and expect to live in a healthy state. So it creates a <laughs> carrot and a stick mentality that never really, it never really pans out. So all of the doctors that I know personally, they all practice holistic lifestyles for themselves and for their families. All right. Um, Angel Lady Love. Yes. I'm Angel Lady Love, listener, inspirer, friend, oh, and Miss oh, Angel. Let me say something. Angel Lady Love. Sweetie. Um, please, I want to be in a question. I want no long, drawn, nothing. Ask me a question. Excuse me. I have the right to say. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're taking my time, boy. I am tired of these degenerates. Okay. Hey, go ahead and let the sister, listen, let the sister go ahead and, and, and do her thing, man. Listen, after we let Captain, after we let Captain, uh, right, after we let uh, Captain Belligerent go crazy tonight, we, we can't let the sister That's what I'm saying. You wasted all that energy and time, and I'm not understanding you. You're going to need a doctor. Right, come on. Okay, Jay New York, listen, guys, come on. Calm down. Let Angel Love go. Go ahead, Angel Love. I'm glad, and finally, we're getting to comprehend, but it saddens me that you had to go to their places to learn. I'm a Sky Medicine, Rock Walk, and Melanin Ritual Man. Now, are the four corners of the planet Earth. Now, I want to know whether you, Dr. Inky, is that Inky as in Enlil? <laughs> huh? That's a that's a good question. That's a good question. Absolutely. I, I, I think the name does go. It's spelled different, though. But that is the oldest recorded use. That's the oldest recorded um, of that name. So I, I'm fully okay. aware of the Sumerian history. I the internet nor computer. And what I was going to ask you, do you about your telephone number? Because, yes, I do. Uh, the hospitals Eight. are closing, finally. And, uh, yes, they tell you that they're practicing. It's not one doctor that's in medicine that tells you he will heal you and cure you, and if they do, they're liars. Well, now, healing, healing and curing is different. So I, they use the term cure. And then I the mean, holistic, yeah, and the holistic family, holistic we use terms like it heal. Is, it takes the, the body, mind, spirit, soul, just like uh, homeostasis. The bottom line is 
they give you, and I heard you say, well, you, you're not against all of the inoculations. I'm against all of them because that makes the person the carrier, and they do not check on the homeostasis of the person when they inoculate them. And, and then they, the person goes through uh, shedding, uh, and then that person, that person can also infect people. So it not only makes them a carrier, but the person can infect people afterwards. Yeah, yeah. That makes them the carrier. I'm saying that. I'm talking to this, and they're trying to tell you about polio again. It's from all the diabetes. Let me just add in the word Diabetes is caused by all of the cell phones, iPhones, iPads, computers. So this thing that you're saying that they're going to get this patent and all of this, these are thieves, Okay. Now, I want your number, and we can talk, because uh, the, what did you call it, Affordable Health Care Act, it was 2,000 pages, now it's over 3,000, and that's the most bumbaclot stupidness that has ever been designed among the other states, <laughs> the Authorization Act. Okay, right. don't get me started, because that's yeah, stupid, yeah. okay? All right, Angela, it's, it's, it's crazy. You. Number so I, I don't know if my Dr. Inky going to give out his number now or at the end of the show. I am. It's up to him. 833-777-6543. Okay, listen, guys. When y'all hear somebody talking, don't talk at the same time. The man was just giving out his number. So I just can't. Be okay, do it one more time, Dr. Inky. All right. 833 833-777-6543. 833-777-6543. Six five four three. Thank you. Thank you. And then Alquan, I think you was next. Thank you. Bless your family. Oh, but oh, but before Alquan go, um, the one thing I did want to say is the reason why I have to choose my words very wisely is because I'm speaking on a broad platform, and so, you know, I I try to my thing is education. I just don't want anybody's free will or their rights to be hindered any type of way. So once you get educated on vaccines and medications and all that, you can make your own decision because you have to live with your choices. You know what I'm saying? So um, like Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz was on video, and this was very funny, right? So y'all can take this for whatever it's worth. Dr. Oz was on video promoting vaccines, and the person asked him about his children, and he said he doesn't, he doesn't allow his children to take the vaccine. That's what all the doctors he, say. But he does suggest that other children people. take the vaccine. So, so you could just take that for whatever it's worth, right? And that's on video, you know what I mean? So, so people can see that and, and, you know, and go from there. But I definitely agree with um, what you were saying, sis. So, um yeah, definitely right. feel free, family, listening. Go ahead and shoot me a text. Even my man, Captain Belligerent, you know what I'm saying? He he might listen back to this once he's sober up, and he might have some new ideas, and he might have took something away from If not me, somebody else, one of the callers, might have said something to spark something in his mind. Or maybe his daughter might listen to this show, and she might say, hey, Dad, you might want to go ahead and t- you might want to listen to what they're talking about because, you know, it's 2020 almost. You sound like you back in 1950 somewhere. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Well, thank you. Uh, I've uh, heard of you for years and years uh, in various capacities. Apparently, a lot of people love what you have to say of a certain demographic. But I have uh, two quick questions, uh, and they will be quick. Uh, uh, Number one, uh, as far as your 
title of doctor. You know, we have people called Dr. Reggie, Phil Valentine, all these other kind of. Right. See, uh, that's, that's why I have to separate myself from that, because when people call me minister, I'm an ordained minister. I went to get ordained as a minister. It's not a title I just threw on myself because I got enamored with the nation of Islam and start calling myself minister like a lot of people. Um, but I was happy with that and stayed minister for the longest while I was in school collecting my studies and getting myself together, getting my certifications, enrolling in school. And then once I got my degree, I said, okay, now we're going to – hold on now. Now we – now we're stepping it up, the, the title, the, the certification. And really, to be honest, I'm going to be honest, the papers, doesn't, it doesn't mean that much. The best, the best healers that I've met don't have papers. And the worst okay. atrocities perpetrated by, by quote-unquote, people supposed to heal you, like we're talking about these hysterectomies and things like that, is done by people that are certified with papers. So, so at the end of the day, it's, it's just a matter of... Um, uh, but well, well, that's what I was getting to. It's just a matter of uh, recognition for people to, 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 you know, some people still stuck in that old mindset where they, they want to have. Oh, no, no, believe me, I understand. I, I understand. Yeah. It's a, that's why so I was getting that. That's what made me go and get to spend the money and stuff on it is that people well, kept I, I didn't, like, I didn't get. I didn't get a chance to hear earlier uh, the finished question because a guy did ask you where did you get your degree from, and you know that I think that's a valid question. Plus, another person asked; they said something about your daughter had some herbs that can call, cure cancer. I was wondering if you could answer the degree issue and uh, this uh, issue about your daughter where herbs that can cure cancer. That my daughter had herbs that could cure cancer. I don't remember it's, anybody saying that on the call tonight. Let me see. It says it's in the chat room. This guy. He says uh, your daughter's name is Tone. And Tony has herbs that. Can... <laughs> okay. Well, you never mind that. Says, if what, you don't know what, nothing about that, at least get to the no, degree, the, no, no, the no, question. That, no, no, no. We we do have. We do. Well, hold on, before like, you, let, let's get to the degree question first, though, and then that hold, one. Hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. on. Let him. He's gonna address it. He got it. Right. You can go you can go on um you could type in Inky Cancer Testimonials and you can see people stories pull up. You can type in my name and lupus and you can see people's stories pull up. So you can you can do that. Now in terms of the school I went to to get my degree, I don't give that out. Only because I have so many people like Kevin that I've had a previous experience with that. Like, for instance, when I opened the school, my own school, when I opened it here in Detroit, and we put the information out, I got so many people spamming and trolling the number of the school. We had difficulty getting calls from parents that actually wanted to bring their children in. You know, but I have had my degree online. I've had my degree in my clinics on my wall. It's, it's in videos and in my gym when I had the gym. Like, it's, it, I don't hide my stuff. You know what I'm saying? But Okay, so you're not like a Umar Johnson trying to hide, right? No, 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 no. Because I was... Because, you know, I, doctors, do, they, they're supposed to display their right. degree. But you know? what I do don't doesn't require it. I got it just as an additive just for my own personal well-being and to get in maybe some doors where I couldn't get in in terms of speaking engagements, things like that. But for me, being able to interact with the people, it's not a requirement. I don't work in a hospital. 
You see what I'm saying? Right. So it was, right, it, but, it doesn't. But so it when you think that, so just when you think that when you're dealing with people's lives and health, health, uh, that you know that would be something that people would want to know. Well, for those who are like me, who want to know. All right, Alquan, we got to get mama's. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. But I, but no, no, I, I got you. But listen, I'm not putting you under a knife. And everything that I tell you when I when I'm in a teaching capacity, we research and learn together. Everything that. When people come to my classes or lectures or whatever, just like right now during this conversation, there's a, there's, when you go back and listen to this, there are constant points where I'm telling people, okay, now go and look this up. Go and type this in so that you can see it's not a matter of – I never, ever, ever want people to be in a situation. This is, this is – when you make that statement, it makes me feel like my main premise – of what I've been trying to get across to people all night hasn't been heard, which is education, right? So I'm not one of those people that want to get you to remove your dependency from the Western system and then put your dependency on a different type of system. You understand? I'm not saying, hey, get off of pharmaceutical medication so that you can start taking herbs. Like, that's not what I do. What I want people to do is learn their body so that they don't need to depend on anybody, me or anyone else, for their information. I want you to have it. I want you to know how your body works. I don't want you to be foolable by me or anyone else when it comes to matters of your health. That's what I, that's what I teach and preach. Books. Oh, I definitely. I, oh, brother, uh, believe me, I, I guarantee you, I understand that. But for comparative's uh, sake, don't you think it's good to name the school that you went to so we can figure out oh, what no, kind no, of no. Uh, uh, educational level that you? Did. Well, we have right. to figure anybody out what kind of educational. With, hold, hold up, we no, have to no, figure listen, out what kind of educational level that, I, that you got from the school that you got. Like, if you went to right, Yale Medical School, then we know that you, you're a man with some serious yeah. knowledge. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, would that be the association if I went to Yale, then I'd have serious knowledge? <laughs> well, I mean, we okay. would assume that as opposed to going to uh, Johnny J's uh, university, you know? Johnny J might have a better track record than Yale. <laughs> yeah, <I feel laughs> well, I don't think anybody heard of Johnny J. That's my point, you know? <laughs> Maybe, but there's a, there are a lot of colleges that people didn't hear, hear of, and that doesn't make them better or worse. So if we're Actually, it does. About, the listen, truth be told, a, a lot, a so, lot of them they have missed the rankings of school. What's, what's the, is how, how does John Hopkins rank in terms of um, medical knowledge? So if I tell you my degree is from John Hopkins, how would you feel about that? I, that's a, I, I say, hey, that's more respected as opposed to Johnny right. J. Now, John Hopkins is the one very of the number same one hospital. hospitals in the world. Oh, oh, no, correct. Hospital. Correct, and John Hopkins is the is the hospital that stole Henrietta Lacks' genetic material and fought her children so that they couldn't get any of the money or the research information about her mom, their mom. So this is why I'm telling you we can't we can't make these blanket statements and these assumptions. We have to. But see, when you pay for a degree. You know, you want to be proud of it. You want to say, right, you want right, to say, right, God damn it, I got my money's worth. We got, we, we got a okay, couple more calls. Okay, move on. Move on. Right, yeah, right. I appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> We really appreciate you calling in, man. I appreciate your questions, Alquan. But look, let me check this unknown caller first. Who's on the line? 
This this is this is uh, Kevin, man. This is a drug, brother. So you can go Come after mama's man. there, Kevin. Come hey, on, Kevin, man. We got people right. that got more questions, uh, man. Kevin, Kevin, look, man, I appreciate you calling, Kevin. You, you, you're, you're a trooper, man. But I, hey, Tyrone, right. I'm not going to start nothing, Tyrone. I ain't going to start I nothing. I just want to ask him a couple questions, man. I got, you, nah, the man you had enough questions hey, for the night. Who's next? Please, God. Mama's boy. Please, God. Oh, Hold on, hold on, Mama's boy. I think Gary trying to go. Um, go ahead, Gary. Kevin. That's it for Kevin. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, no, the reason. Oh no, no, no. Listen to me, good brother. Listen to me, good. I'm already past almost three hour mark. I'm gonna end this right here. So after Mars Boy, <laughs> that, we're gonna start closing. You can now you could tune in to the after hour, and you could run your nonsense. But that's well, what for tonight. Hey, this, <laughs> well, we're gonna Kevin, run then. Kevin, we're gonna run today. Hey, brother, just on, man. Hold on, well, I, 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 I am, baby. We're gonna run. But well, I will be at the after hours. Yeah, man, shit. Okay, okay, I just want to ask Greg one question. One question, <laughs> man. Let me do it right here. Okay, you yeah, wait, let me do it right here. at the right after here. hour. It sounds like you already been at the after party. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Let me do it right here, man. One more question. One question, please. Tyrone, One question. Okay, okay. Kevin, Kevin, listen. Hold on for a second. Um, Dr. Inky, we do, you can just call back to the same number at, on the after, at the after hours if you want to. Um, but I'll go ahead and get Mama's boy. We're, we're going to be right back on here you know, with a different show title on YouTube if you want to call back in. And then uh, we'll get the Mama's boy. Go ahead, uh, Mama's boy. Yeah, peace, God. Peace. Peace, Gary. Peace to the family. So, with it, I'm probably... Uh, I was sitting here thinking, listening, and I was thinking to myself, I'm probably going to be your easiest call, but I am your most disgruntled caller. I have the biggest beef and the biggest problem on this line, and it ain't even with you per se, Brother brother Inky. It's with Gary because, man, y'all can't be misusing my motherfucking prop like that without calling me. Kevin is my prop. He come on my motherfucking line, and I whoop his ass. Don't nobody whoop his ass <laughs> till y'all call me. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. man, listen. You got to share, family. This is, you got to well, share. No, family, listen. listen. And I okay, 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 hold on. Everybody needs a person, okay, dummy. You know what I'm saying? So you can hold show on, up. Hold on, Tyrone, talk. Hold on, Tyrone. Listen, listen. I, I get it. Now, now I don't. I, and this is my platform, and I ain't trying to pull no rank or nothing. But it's unfair to have an individual on here, and everybody's taking shots at him, and he's not able to defend himself. Now that ain't even right. I, and I try to be fair. So I, I like Kevin. He, he's a good guy. But you got Dr. Inky taking shots. You got Gary taking shots, and then you got Mama Boy taking shots. And then as soon as Kevin get ready to try to respond, everybody's telling Kevin to shut up. Now, that ain't right now. Y'all, 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 let's be fair about this thing. If, if y'all going to take shots, then y'all need to be willing to let that man take shots back at y'all. Now, that's the only fair way to do it. Or, or it don't look right. It's not even fair. So if you're going to do that, then y'all need to be willing to let Kevin say whatever the hell he's going to say. Y'all know y'all didn't heard part of him, and I've heard him cut loose before. <laughs> I don't know if y'all want all that. But no, let me get these lines back open. If my life's on hey, now, hey, brother Tyrone, can I finish real quick? Wait a minute, let me unmute these lines. I, I didn't mean to unmute everybody. But but that ain't even right. You can't do that. That that, that ain't even fair. Bro, you hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear you, uh, Brother Chaos. I can hear you. You're the last caller. If I would appreciate just to end this on a good note, can you ask a, a question? So I, can I just want to ask him a question, man. Well, well, I, I wasn't, I wasn't finished. I, I may have embellished a little too much. I'm sorry, but I like I, uh, when I hear when I hear Brother Inky talk, it makes me think more about uh, the question that I asked the family a, a, a minute ago. What does it take for you? What puts fire in your ass to make you want to be better? to be a better person, to do better, to want to to reach out or re-educate yourself or put down that bullshit that I done got out of high school and don't have to do shit no more, you do. And, and whether you believe what the brother's saying or not, it's calling for some re-education of the black family. And I think we ought to be, you know, ex- extremely hungry to want to know shit, so much so, we can't be fooled no more by these motherfuckers. So when they tell us some bullshit, we know it's bullshit, and we know what to do with that. And we don't have very many brothers running around here, you know, letting a religion dictate their life, letting education take their life, uh, dictate their life more better. But peace, family. I love y'all. Great show, Gary, as usual. Thanks, Tyrone. Thank you. All right, Thank you. brother. Brother Inky. Now, 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 Tyrone, let me step in now. Um, Mr. Inky, um, Mr. Inky, you okay? You got time to talk to the alcoholic? No. Okay. Get, see, yeah, Kevin, yeah. I just threw that your ass. Now shut up. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let let Kevin ask one question. I want to hear his question. No, yeah, no. I think I heard. Yeah, it. yeah. No. All right. Go now, this is good here. This is good. This is good here, brother Inky. Brother Inky. He might not be on. Don't look like he's on. Brother Inky. Yeah. It looks like he's Oh, man, this is good. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, this is good. Where's Brother Inky? Brother Inky. All right. Hold on. Hold on, Kevin. You got to let Gary run his show, man. Um, Can you put back the Q&A? All right, guys. Y'all, Gary, get ready to end it. So y'all just stick around, I guess. So here it is. All right. Um, Mr. looks like he stepped away from the line. I'm not sure if he's done for tonight, but he has to have other things. So I'll probably end this on this note. Um, I do like to thank him for tonight for coming on board the show. Um, and I will have him back again. Not sure when, but I will have him back for other deep topics because this is very much educational. I think I learned some new things that I didn't really know until tonight. And I think a lot of people have a lot of questions that were even answered or never answered. But these conversations now don't have to be explored now because there's so much things we don't know. And even with the caller, or like Mr. Kevin called tonight, he's only one of many amongst our community that operates like this. And this is the problem we have as community. And where we're going right now, it's not looking good. And I don't see nothing, no salvation or anything fixing this anytime soon. And I could leave it to the youth, but we have to really take the issues now to resolve these little things that's going to perpetuate the community moving forward. So on that note, thank you again for um, listening to tonight's stream. Be on the lookout for the next broadcast. Until next time, take care. Thank you again for listening to another 
session, another um great broadcast. Always comment, subscribe, and like the video. Follow me on Twitter at ChaosRain7. Thank you for watching and listening. Until next time, let the chaos reign!